Welcome back to Talking Flick, where we talk about anything and everything, but mostly movies and TV. Today with me, I have Ryan. Ah, there was one customer I, that I knew we were getting me. something like this. He wanted solid <laughs> colored drapes in a little girl's room. I said, don't do it. <laughs> you like... need butterflies, polka dots, and balloons. <laughs> I said I was going to be back, but... Ryan's back, and you can't keep him down. Can't keep him down. <laughs> Don't do that it. That was like Ukrainian Morgan Freeman meets Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'm okay with it. <laughs> Could do worse. I never said I was good at impressions, but that was actually that was Arnold for good reason. Yeah. 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 That, that, that was actually him. Uh, he was uh, here. I don't know we about paid that. him a lot of money to come here. So. <laughs> See you later, Arnold. <laughs> no, we don't have to pay him a lot. He, he, just, he does cameos that's, everywhere. Yeah, that's everywhere. the uh, the T-800 Arnold, if I'm not mistaken. Right? Yes. Yeah, that, 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 okay, T-800. T eight hundred XL or T2 whatever. T two is T nine hundred. Oh, okay, copy that. And then I think uh, who the which who, who the actor who plays the liquid one? He's like the T prototype one thousand or something like that. T one thousand. Yeah, I think he's like a prototype. Prototype T1, one. T1, yeah, T one thousand. Oh, so, Robert Patrick. I like that guy. Yeah, <laughs> we oh, missed no, him. A, we missed a, him in this one. He makes a cameo in Wayne's World. Uh, <laughs> oh, does he? <laughs> yeah, the first one. Uh, first or second one, I can't, I can't remember. remember yeah. He does, he does I make gotta a rewatch cameo those. as technically the T one thousand in that. So. I vaguely remember yeah, that. I gotta watch that again. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, um, as always, we'll start off with a little bit of movie news, and of course, we got Ryan and Nick here today. And hey. so, <laughs> um, first bit of movie news I've got is Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse Two is going to mm. be coming out 2022. 2022. Okay. So, right. They released a little kind of clip art and everything, um, kind of like a little short kind of, I guess you say, video, and it's just you know, it's got the logos and it's showing a different other like mm. different types of Spider-Man logos, and then it says 2022 on there. That's so, awesome. That's cool. That's cool. Apparently, we believe. It's the same team that did the yeah. first one. It's the uh, guys who did the Lego movie, right? I think they're different, but I mean, animators, I'm pretty sure, are the same. I think it uh-huh. is the guys who did the Lego movie. I'll okay. check it up in a bit. But we'll but definitely guys watch who got fired the first from Han Solo yeah. before that. <laughs> I I have seen the first one uh, like a lot of times. Mm-hmm. So just it's because, really like, yeah. fun. It's yeah. really fun. It's good. It's, yeah. it's 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 fun to watch. I, have you seen it yet, Ryan? I don't think you have. I'm not gonna but, lie. Yeah, I have. Yeah, not. okay. That's what I figured. No, <laughs> I just know it's good. <laughs> we know how this relationship works now. So like, <laughs> why, why are you even asking me? Like I know, right? I know you haven't. Producer Ryan, not movie Ryan. If it came out after 2005 don't ask me, don't ask me. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's good i think it's on netflix and it's what if you haven't seen it before it's definitely yeah it's on netflix now that's right yeah um, i think it's only like in the hour and a half range it's not incredibly long but um it does a good job of introducing all these characters and blending them in together mm. and i think it takes a while to animate just in general yeah yeah so when is. they finished up this movie the animators of the team they're just they, they took a break and so that's why it's coming out in 2022 it's mm. it's actually amazing how well they interweave the characters yeah. together I, i've never seen it done quite that proficiently it's phil lord uh, i think it's phil lord and chris miller the team but phil lord took charge of this one but it's a bunch of people that come together to put this thing together mm. a lot of different uh contributors i i would argue it's maybe the best animated cartoon film ever made oh man that is i think it's quite i think it's 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 in the neighborhood if it's not you know i haven't actually done a rundown okay all right it's in the neighborhood it's just so well done it's funny and it's got a little heart to it and it's pretty uh it's pretty modern, you know. Yeah. I like it a lot. It's, it's better than a ton of the regular Star uh, Spider Man movies. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> it's very, it's very good. And uh, at the very, very end, as like a post credit scene, they show Spider Man twenty ninety nine, and he's oh, okay. by Oscar Isaac. And oh, so, which is cool. Yeah, a lot of good and, actors uh, awesome. actually. Yeah, all through Jake Johansson, um, a bunch of these. Nicholas Cage is in it too. He plays <laughs> Haley, he Haley plays Steinfeld. So oh, really? That's cool. Yeah, and Zoe Kravitz, your buddy, is Mary Jane. Oh, yes. She's got a big market in comic movies. Yeah. 
many comedy yeah. movies he's in. <laughs> They've got, uh, I think Liv Schreiber as Kingpin. I don't know if he said Wilson that one. Wilson Fisk. Yeah, he's Fisk. Yeah, 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 so, yeah. Um, but Chris Pine is one of the Peter Parkers. You know, I love Chris Pine. Oh, he's, so. he's the, uh, the, <laughs> the ultimate main. version of Peter Parker. Yeah, the main. Who, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't want to spoil it. Yeah, yeah. Because it is very good. I think yeah. if you haven't seen it, it, it is well worth the watch. Catherine Hahn uh, from a, a good HBO show, yeah. Mrs. Fletcher or something like that. I just started. I just started watching it. She's Doc Ock. She's Doc Ock? Yes, yes, yes. Which I thought was interesting. They make a ton of interesting choices on this thing that are like, they all work. They all all really do work. That's pretty cool. You you can do so much in animation too. And I I like how the animation team or just the whole team behind this in general, they're they're taking a break because of how long it took them to accomplish this. Yeah. So I'd rather wait, you know, a couple years if you're going to give me another really good property as opposed to just kind of, you know, speed rushing it out and then they're not into it. And then it. The funny thing about this thing is like animated movies are typically super expensive, right? And, and movies in general have become more and more expensive. We'll talk a little bit about it with Terminator, Dark Fate. This this idea that they could make this for I think it was like one ten something in that neighborhood, um, and not have to turn a gigantic profit for it to make money allows them to take all these cool chances, which they do, and they all work and they give you something original. One of the things about the Andrew Garfield supposed it's supposed to be trilogy, but only got two movies. Mm-hmm. Those movies were so expensive that even though they did pretty well, they did not turn profits. Mm. I think, or at least not big enough profits for Sony. That's why they did the reboot and marriage with Marvel. Yeah. So I think like this is just another thing for Hollywood to take note of. You can do other things, and especially if you want to do other things, limit the budget a little bit. It worked for Joker, even though we didn't like it. $55 million, and you can make a ton of money off of that, pocket some of that. You don't have to take these $200 million chances, Mm -hmm. and then if it blows up in your face, you Mm -hmm. just put it in the vault for like 10 years or whatever. And still, like, leave those to blockbusters. If you're going to, you know, throw that kind of movie into it, through it for blockbusters. Even in live action, it's the same point, really. Um, We talk about the Woody Allen strategy of he can make $25 million movies, because if four of them tank and one of them does well, he makes all his money back in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, like, we want the Batman Beyond movie. It doesn't have to be a two hundred million dollar oh, Batman. No. Make it for sixty million dollars. I'll watch that <laughs> yeah. shit. That could yeah. be really good. Yeah. Turn the lighting budget, down you know? and do a little human centipede strategy. You know, like come on, let's, we can make that happen. No, no, don't <laughs> well, copy yeah, anything <laughs> from human centipede. I took it too far, I especially not into a kid's movie. Yeah. <laughs> duck, just use a lot of duct tape. What's the problem? <laughs> duct tape and tables. But uh, who are the directors again? Phil Lord and uh... well, it's directed by a bunch of different people. So, like you said, but the but the creating mm-hmm. team is Phil Lord and Chris Miller from the Lego Movie. Okay, the guys and, who got fired uh, from the Han Solo yeah, Movie. Yeah, that was gonna be my next <laughs> intro right yeah, there. They were from the Star Wars movie and even the uh, the, the brothers, right? The brothers from Game of Thrones, uh, David Benioff and DMB Weiss. Yeah. yeah, so they were, they left the uh, Star Wars trilogy that they had planned with uh, Lucasfilms mm. after creative differences, in, in quotations, creative yeah, differences. Yeah. And so, <laughs> do, do you know what they said? It was weird to read what they said about it. There was a lot of stuff that came out. They said when commenting on it that everything we could make a mistake in, we did, so we're not qualified for Star Wars. They're essentially apologizing for the final season yeah. of Game of Thrones and saying, because we messed that up, we don't want to mess up Star Wars. Oh, no, no. That's pretty, that's, that, uh-huh. that's pretty, that's a hard you know, truth, right? Yeah, <laughs> Uh, I didn't think it was that bad, but you know. if, if you flip back through some of our earlier episodes when we talked about the final episode of Game of Thrones when we had your buddy Matt on, yeah, board, that was a good episode. You know, like that, I, so. I had said that was the weekend at Bernie's yeah, episode, yeah, one of my favorites. <laughs> and you know, with that movie, or sorry, with uh, Game of Thrones season finale in that episode, I had said like, well, we'll see if they keep on holding on to Star Wars because yeah, this yeah. has had like such yeah. a major backlash. And that was a good point. And, good uh, call by you. I don't know if yep. you've seen like some of the Halloween costumes people have been posting out there where there's like, oh, oh I'm, no. a, I'm a Game of Thrones writer, as you can tell by my lack, you know, of 
<laughs> wanting to finish my costume. And so, I so, like and, that. Yeah, so there were some people poking. I saw Daenerys head, so. on uh, on Halloween. She looked pretty good. Okay. Yeah, I saw some Game of Thrones, but I did not see that one. I yeah. should I should have used that. I saw just a couple of them all over across the internet, just people doing it. it and so we talk a little bit about how uh, how messy Warner Brothers and DC is. Joker's doing so well. Is that going to throw another monkey wrench into the goofy DC timeline and yeah. continuity? Uh, Star Wars is getting there because we yeah. don't know what's up with the Ryan Johnson trilogy per it's se. It's still in talks, so it's in. Yeah, it's, it's TBA. Talks, it's a possibility, but I don't want him to do it. Frankly, I kind of hope he doesn't do it <laughs> uh, because I was not a fan of the Last Jedi really that much. It's fine. Um, so we've got the Mandalorian coming very soon, November yes, 12th. Uh, yes. They released another trailer this week too. I don't know if you guys I liked saw it. A it. Lot. Uh, yeah. I liked it a lot. It showed him talking trailer. finally. Yeah. You saw the, uh, it, the Mandalorian is, is, talk. Is Disney streaming service already up? I think November 11th or 12th. So oh, it's, okay. it's coming out very soon. By the way, Avatar going to be on the Disney stream. Oh, that's I saw fine. that. Yeah. I mean, I guess. <laughs> Which one? The good one, right? There's the only Airbender? We're going to talk. Now that we've seen Dark Fate, is it necessary for five Avatar movies? We're going to have to talk about that. We'll get into that later. Anybody who follows me on Twitter and but, saw what I posted yeah, right. over the week after watching this movie. I follow you yeah. on Twitter. <laughs> so. I wanted to argue with you, but I figured I'd wait till after the yeah, podcast. We'll, we'll yeah. uh, so, okay, uh, so you've got The Mandalorian, you've got Rise of Skywalker, which is going to be a big deal, December yeah. 19th, December 20th. The possibility of the Ryan Johnson trilogy, you've got the Obi-Wan series, and a potential Rogue One prequel. Yeah. So the only like Skywalker-ish or uh, uh, trilogy-ish kind of thing that they're talking about now with Benioff and Weiss dropping out is... The Ryan Johnson one. Yeah. And that's the one I really didn't want to see. I almost would have rather given the keys <laughs> to Benioff and Weiss, even though obviously yeah. I wasn't a big yeah. fan of that final season, than Ryan Johnson to, to do more weird stuff right. with little kids and broomsticks or whatever. So I don't I don't know. Uh, I, I wonder what's happening mm-hmm. with Star Wars. Disney, they rushed everything out. They made the big purchase. They wanted to make all that money back that they spent uh, to uh, buy Star right. Wars from George Lucas. And I think that they really need to just take a breath. Not, yeah. not oversaturate the market yeah. and think about what they want to do. So, it's okay to have a little pocket of time in between these things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My, my take on that is, and we'll, we'll argue it when we one day do the, the Star Wars We're going to do it soon. <laughs> I've only seen it once, but I remember I liked the, my first viewing of The Last Jedi. There's certain parts I don't like about yeah. it, but I do like majority of I'm pretty of fair the with Last it. I've Jedi. seen it three times so, now, and the second and third yeah. I liked it a little more each time. But the first right. time, I was like, I needed a couple of What the of hell drinks. is this? A couple, yeah. couple scotches afterwards. Yeah. We'll, 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 we'll get into it in our, in our famous, one day we'll do yeah. a Star Wars yeah. episode. We're getting there. You know, Don't worry, audience. So, We're getting there. Um, but as far as like, I, I agree that they're going to probably oversaturate the market. And I think maybe it'd be easier if they just take a step back from doing the movies and maybe touching back on the, on the Skywalkers as far as movie trilogies goes. And I think I would rather prefer just TV shows or, you know, online streaming with Disney+. Well, Plus. I want to see him first. Yeah. So is I, The Mandalorian yeah. as good as it looks? Yeah. Is it looks Obi-Wan really going to be good? Let's see yeah. it first. I'm Ro- ready. I need more Ewan McGregor. Did so. you, were you like a, so I, we don't want to spend do. too much time. We all do. Yeah, yeah, we all, everybody needs more Ewan McGregor. Shit, I, so. Listen, that's John Favreau doing The Mandalorian. It looks incredible. It looks but so good. Trailers yeah. can be looks, deceiving, right? Yeah. So we got to wait and see, right? Producer Ryan will always tell me, you can cut anything to make it look amazing, right? At least for five minutes. So we have to wait and see. Let's see how it works on television. I'm not sure it works perfectly on television. I do like that there's a lot of mythos and a lot of lore that they can give us some more tidbits. Yeah. They can marry in the Clone Wars and the cartoon stuff and some of the comic stuff and graphic novel stuff and, and make it more cogent together. Sometimes what happens in these Star Wars movies, certainly Last Jedi and Force Awakens, is there's so much stuff out there. They're trying to give fans everything. Yeah. And you can't and you cram can't it. it. You can't cram mm, it yeah, into yeah. Yeah. You, you just, just can't. can't. No. So. No. So, um, other movie news I got, because we got to talk about the Snyder Cut. <laughs> um, oh, contractually <laughs> obligated. I think, the, 
I, I didn't really look up this part of it, but I know Jason Momoa had said some stuff. As Jason far Momoa as was Snyder great on cut. Saturday Night Live a week ago. Oh, so do, you know, do you know by chance what he said about the Snyder Cut? I know he says that it's he's, out there. He's he seen said it's it, out there. Good. I've seen it, and everybody should be able to see it. Yeah. I think that was the quote. Something <laughs> well, to that effect. Something around yeah. that line. So um, the Justice League VFX supervisor says that many of the Snyder Cuts are actually complete. So many of the shots I can't are complete. possibly believe and that. I can't believe so because if that's the case, yeah. then Justice League was like the most expensive movie ever made. Oh, I could believe that. <laughs> Which I know, like the rumor is like somewhere between two hundred yeah. to four hundred million, right? Yeah. So it was a huge loss because of all the reshoots, right? Yeah. I don't understand why Warner Brothers and, and other studios just didn't push Snyder's just version. Push it. Out. You've yeah. already spent all that money. Whether <laughs> it's going to tank anyway, why double down and make it worse? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I don't understand that. So I, I'm with Momoa. I, listen, I liked Aquaman enough, and I think you got to appease some of these guys look there's there's interest for, there's uh there's some interest that he has in this he likes the aquaman character that yeah. schneider wrote for him and goyer and those guys so he wants that continuity to continue on mm-hmm. he thinks if we get the schneider cut enough people will clamor and we can keep that timeline going yeah. with gail gadot possibly somebody replacing he doesn't want to do the trench he wants yeah, he aquaman too he doesn't so, want yeah. joaquin phoenix walking in the door and oh, you know man. what i mean so, yeah. so like there's some of that kicking so the some, door in with yeah, his oversized so clown jockey. shoes and <laughs> i'll give i'll give him all credit he, he goes to the matches on this stuff. He's obviously a big uh, uh, proponent of Hawaii, and they don't want to build this thing over there, and he's protesting with those folks yeah. over there. He's doing it. He's putting his money where his mouth is. He He's holding out on Aquaman 2, essentially, uh, trying to use some leverage to get this thing out. That's the uh-huh. rumor, the, that he's really wow. throwing the gauntlet down. I mean, do you think, though, is that enough leverage, though? Do you think I don't that, know. I guess um, we'll find out. I feel like it's it's pretty much done. The, like, the point is, in, in, the, in the social media, in this weird, like, you know, this, you can bring anything back. You can now. bring anything yeah, back, you and you can you can shame a movie company, which you never used to be able to do, yeah. right? <laughs> Into doing you know right quote unquote right thing. Uh, at this point, DC's so messy. I don't see how it could hurt. It would. If, if it, it would If it costs five so. million dollars just to clean up some CGI and throw it out there, I'm down for that. Yeah. Just just get it over with. And, Kickstarter. Uh, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> and I have no problem with that. I don't care if they release the Snyder Cup. I'm just talking. It can't about, be worse than the other cut. <laughs> but I, I'm talking about him trying to Josh go to Sweden, save. Man, I lost a lot of respect. <laughs> I'm talking about him trying to go the same route of keeping this Justice League alive, yeah. keeping uh, uh, Ben Affleck. When's it time like to let it die? Yeah. And, like yeah. you can't hold on to it's, it forever. You really we, can't. We talked about it a little bit on the show, which we've talked about this many, many times. For me. It took so long. I always wanted to see the George Miller Justice League movie that was rumored around, and yeah. I always wanted to see that Nicolas Cage Superman movie. Yeah, yeah. Like, w- if you're in the weeds on film, you sort of know the movies that almost got there but didn't quite get there. Uh-huh. So just the fact that they were able to get Justice League to screen, I thought was pretty incredible, and I gave it a pretty soft review because of that, even though it was pretty terrible. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and mustache. I liked a lot of elements to it. The actors, some of the tone, some of the interactions, some of the comedy they added, you know, was sort mm-hmm. of new. But so there were some elements that I liked there. I certainly liked Ezra Miller, uh, and they could have done some stuff with Cyborg. So I'm okay with that. Like, if we're going to do timelines uh, all over the place for Star Trek, Terminator, now we've got a different Joker walking around the DC universe. Yeah. We're going to have a different Batman, presumably, in the DC universe. I don't see why they and we got Into the Spider-Verse is successful. Yeah. Let's just messy up the whole thing. We've already come this far. And why waste all that capital? Uh-huh. You spend all that money, maybe we can retcon it enough to fix it. I would say you could still save the universe if you got 
got like the right people in there mm. because there's so much lore and history with com especially like in the dc to where you could potentially save it you can explain where ben affleck is you know at his bat fleck yeah. you know he fell in he love got, and well, he's I, you know whatever i would say he got hit by like dark side's beams and he got sent back in time he's an alcoholic he's an alcoholic who went to his ex's you know, jennifer gardner's house yeah. and had to apologize for falling off the wagon <laughs> you know you could you could explain Life like, happens you know you could explain like he got hit by dark side's beams got sent back in time he got you, you could know, say some anything. of the core justice league members were actually kidnapped and they're on apocalypse all the way in space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you, you yeah. could you could do anything to kind anything. of make it work or josh brolin better, just so. shows up as a grumpier batman as a grumpier <laughs> you know what i mean like we don't even need i like, wouldn't mind that so <laughs> and and the key here would be like you talk about the detective story that we're all clamoring for yeah, yeah. batman at some point we didn't really get it with bale we didn't really get it necessarily with keaton so like we haven't seen that neo-noir batman movie yet that'd be interesting too Robert Pattinson, if we're gonna do that what is a neo-noir batman movie it's a more grounded film you don't need all these crazy cgi yeah, yeah, yeah. special effects right so it shouldn't theory be cheaper so we can go that direction with justice league too there can be more grounded stories mm -hmm. if they're good i think the constantine story could be relatively cheaper and done uh within a restricted budget of 100 110 is somewhat cheap now yeah. for a blockbuster like that yeah you don't have to spend 400 million dollars 200 million initially and then recut everything again that's what we have to stop you know yeah. don't jump start these movies without having a full idea dc made the mistake of trying to catch up to marvel yeah when what they should have done is try to build the capital that marvel yeah, built oh yeah slowly progressively and they did not do that and they paid the price for it so. yeah, yeah yeah and hopefully lucasfilms doesn't go in that direction either and it's too late i kind of <laughs> think they've already done it we're, we're still gonna have to save that but you know as far as like i think right now it's at least it's it's definitely more coherent than like the dc you know mm -hmm. what i mean it, we, it definitely is and we so. talk about this incessantly on this pod and as the old man and, and you guys have hit me for the nostalgia all the time you're gonna hit me a little bit on this because i i have a, a take on nostalgia with terminator 2 this thing is this notion of you got to leave the people wanting more in Hollywood. You just do. We talk all the time about, oh, let's make a sequel to this movie, a sequel to this movie. Like sometimes I get how much the IP in theory is worth. The name recognition is yeah, worth, yeah, yeah. but you're killing it. You're killing what was something beautiful, <laughs> yeah. you know, by oversaturating it, overdoing it, rebooting it, retconning it, uh, doing all timelines. And, all, and, you know, and I agree Kelvin with that. I agree with and, that. They can you know, do remakes. All sorts of terrible time do, travel. Uh, <laughs> Sequels. wrinkles in time <laughs> they can they can do these remakes and sequels but they need to give it a little more time in between so that it can marinate and so yeah my point would be if the story is there do it if the story is not there don't do it and mm. even though i love keanu reeves and the idea of the ambitious matrix four yeah. <laughs> make sure the story is there before you hit right. the, turn the lights on in production you know what, what i mean story's there on on matrix three though i, don't know. <laughs> I mean if you believe the wachowski uh, uh, uh directors you would uh, i would argue that they they claim that they had the story in line already mm. so the problem is there is the first one was so good that when well, you're going to do a second and third and they you know whether you believe them or not they had the whole idea of the trilogy mapped out at least the bullet points. All in cocktail But you napkins. have to start... <laughs> the thing is, like, oh, you, the beginning, you don't have to answer questions, and then as you go on, you answer those questions, yeah, right? Yeah, so yeah. it's just like Star Wars. You start explaining midichlorians and stuff. Yeah. That's the thing, like... And it's, do you really need to? Do like, you need yeah. to? Yeah. yeah, you know? You can still build Agreed. more stories, you know? You, can, you don't have to answer everything. Exactly. So some things, I think, 
could use an answer, like, you know, as far as like, how do we get our lightsabers? And then you can go into the Kaiba crystals, you know, stuff like that. But you like could that. do a grounded so. show, possibly The Mandalorian will cover some of this, a little bit in Rogue One we mm. got, where like, you spend a whole two hours just that. How do you get the crystals and, and what's up with the crystals and how do the crystals turn yeah. red? We've never really seen it we happen. Don't explore they, that sounds like as a much. terrible two hours. <laughs> two <laughs> well, hours on just that. For you. <laughs> they explored the thing, some of it before, like in comics, as well as somewhat in the kind of TV series too, as well. So, but Here's the thing. It's a terrible two hours for you but what happens is you're paying fan service while you're also trying to get a broader audience mm. into these things this is the mistake that everybody makes right you can make 20 million dollars terminator uh, dark fate made 2.4 million on halloween night you know who those 2.4 million dollars were the hardcore terminator fans that's a pretty good opening for a thursday night preview on a halloween holiday yeah yeah so yeah. good for it now obviously we're going to go into the numbers it didn't do well after that but there are hardcore fans that you can appease you just can't spend 300 million dollars yeah. trying to do that you know <laughs> so you can get like the DC movies that Tyler likes so much, those are more for the comic hardcore fan. Yeah, they're yeah. not making millions and millions of dollars. But some of the anime that you watch, that's for the hardcore fan. You know, the, the, it's the, not but for the, way the broader that, Nick that wants to uh, watch football. On the Sundays. way that you sold it, though, <laughs> like how I envisioned it was a two-hour episode of how this is made. Oh, and yeah. there's just crystals. <laughs> they're like, oh, this right. is how you make a plumbus. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you two hours. Two hours of just that. Well, we mined the crystal. All right, we put it on this conveyor. Well, it goes up into another planet into our space station. No, <laughs> that's again. You gotta, get, you, gotta, like. you gotta get the story right, right? <laughs> one section goes to the Jedi's, one section goes to the Sith Lords, and, <laughs> and they just spray paint it red. Well, yeah. <laughs> consider consider again what Marvel did is that they it, again most of those movies I don't really like that much. They're all just fine sort of six yeah, yeah. type films. But they connect enough to the other pieces that you want to be involved with it. That captures the other audience. But there are some hardcore Ant-Man fans out there. Ant-Man 3 coming 2022, I think, Mm -hmm. with Peyton Reed directing again. So there's enough people that are hardcore Ant-Man fans. But really... The broader audience for Ant Man is just people who are oh I haven't seen a Marvel I have movie to watch in a minute to I gotta watch this yeah. to see Captain Marvel too or whatever is you know into the multiverse or whatever so that's you you know they can do that with Star Wars they can do that with DC if they do it smartly they mm-hmm. just haven't done that yet and I yeah. don't know who's gonna take charge to fix that so. yeah who knows Kevin Foggy <laughs> anyways <laughs> uh, a little bit of movie news moving on uh, we have Jeffrey Wright is now confirmed as Gordon we mm. we pretty much knew that it was gonna happen that's casting yeah, yeah, I yeah. like yeah, you know this... again I roll my eyes at this movie but I, I like. <laughs> That is a good casting yeah. choice, though. So. Westworld, Syriana, yeah. he's a good actor. I like him in James Bond, too. He, he is very good in yeah, James he's Bond. Very good. I like Nick, when is it going to be the point that you're going to be excited for this movie? Uh, I need to see a trailer. I need to. Um, nine I need to know there's not seven, nine <laughs> villains. Yeah, I need at least two more villains. I need Jonah Hill to reconsider and come on board. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I need and, a, and he's the Riddler. Oh and man, the Riddler. or is he? <laughs> or maybe he yeah, we, maybe Mr. Rex. Scarecrow. And so, <laughs> um, last a little bit of movie news I is have. It, is um, this Hush the Riddler in the comic? Is it somebody? I don't know. He's a bad guy comic, but, uh, that ends up that nobody knows who he is, but he ends up being the Riddler. And I of think these. in the Batman Beyond version, it is a clone of Dick Grayson that becomes a uh, Hush. Mm. So okay, but All I think right. it is Riddler who is Hush in the comics. Too, okay, so, yeah, but, that's what I thought. Something, um, something like that. Last bit of movie news I have, and uh, I saw the show. I don't know if you saw it, but the the Grudge reboot. 
Or, oh, oh yeah, yes, yeah. pretty good trailer. John, John yeah. Chow, John yeah. Chow's gonna yeah. be yeah. in it. Of course, so, yeah, of course, right. Our favorite represent representation yeah, of the whole Asian community <laughs> is John Chow, and so <laughs> which I like John Chow. I like that he. You know, I, I yeah, like him too. I, I, I like him too. too. Yeah, and so he did yeah. a he did a movie recently. I totally glossed over it last time we were talking about uh-huh. him. He did Searching. I heard that's. Uh, I heard good. it was good. It was. I didn't watch it. You watched it? Yeah, I did watch it. Yeah, no, I liked it, and it's nice because everything is filmed through the lens of some sort of other camera not like a uh, like some like, sort of teeth or uh, like a mobile camera or yeah right? like yeah. from a phone or from a webcam or from a, a security camera and stuff like that the entire movie is shot like that and it's very interesting but it does make you feel like 20 minutes into the movie i was like okay when are they going to bring out the real camera or when they, yeah. they never doing, do they never do does it yeah. get old when they film that way or does it at least the story kind of once you get mm-hmm. it in your mind that it's never going to become like a, a a movie camera right you you it's accept fine it. yeah you accept it you this is the world we're in yeah, yeah. i wonder but like you know, i thought it was really good i hear I it's it very i've heard nothing but good things about we've it, seen yeah. some of that in other films i'm a steven soderbergh guy even though i don't like all of his movies but he takes a lot of chances with stuff i'd, I'd be interested to see steven soderbergh's comic or star wars kind of film uh where he would take a different take he's He's known for taking big ideas, uh, but turning them out with a small budget and a different sort of POV mm-hmm. perspective. I wonder what he could do with some of this stuff. Uh, but they'll never give him the keys to they'll it. Give anyway. it to Michael Bay. But, but the, <laughs> give it to Michael Bay. <laughs> but the first grudge that was with Sarah, Sarah Michelle Geller. Sarah Michelle Geller. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it was um, the American was, version. And yes, the American yeah, version. There's like a couple yes. different. Is it Japanese? Yes. Is it grudge yeah. Japanese? Yeah, yeah, it's Japanese. Yeah. Yeah. It's J-horror, yeah. I think I saw some or something like that. I think I saw some of that. Yeah, but. It's uh, it was okay. Like it wasn't the the best like yeah, horror movie I've fine. seen stuff. Yeah. But I hope that this one is gonna at least be better. I don't. <laughs> I don't like the better idea. Word, better. Like, I've never seen the Grudge movie. Nobody so. goes in this house ever. That's a little bit weird premise. Yeah. But like you know, other than that, I thought it looked cool. We got we got a good number of houses in the yeah. United States that no one would yeah. want to go yeah. into. <laughs> Harvey Weinstein's house. And then <laughs> <laughs> That's where Martin makes Human Centipede uh, four Casey's or whatever. House. <laughs> yeah. Oh Ryan man, house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Pe- people go in there. They just uh, they don't come out. <laughs> Not without a lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Do you guys have any little bit of uh, movie news you want to tack on there? Or, well, I, uh, I want to complain a little bit for the grownups. Uh, the Irishman. This oh, thing, that's right. That's right. This yeah. thing is getting messy. And, you know, sometimes you just have to hate Hollywood yeah. for money and, and just corruption and nonsense. And nobody can agree on anything. We have this with the Spider-Man stuff a little bit. We have this, you know, with uh, Sony and Marvel arguing all the time. The Irishman was supposed to get a broad release, 2,000, 3,000 theaters, mm-hmm. over the course of November 1, which has already passed, through 1127 when it shows up on Netflix, right? And I'm looking around because I live in Vegas, and Vegas isn't great for knowing uh, for getting small movies here, although Jojo Rabbit just showed up, so mm-hmm. thanks, thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Um, the Irishman's not showing up here until um, November 15th, and it's like three showings at one movie theater so far. Now, maybe that'll expand. I don't understand what's up with this. Uh, apparently... Netflix is arguing with movie chain owners about profit sharing, hmm. and they can't figure out how to get a broad release. So a movie that presumably costs something in the neighborhood of $160, $170 million isn't going to get, is throwing money away because they can't agree on how they're going to profit share between the movie theaters and Netflix. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, by the time it shows up on Netflix, no one's going to go see that in the theater anymore. Yeah. But it's a Scorsese right. film. I mean, I would argue it should be seen, or at least by the people who want to, on the big screen, right? Yeah. Can eh. we figure this out? I don't understand yeah why it got so goofy i thought for sure we'd get two weeks two thousand three thousand theaters mm-hmm. it makes 20 30 million dollars that way and then it can 
shuffle off onto Netflix where we can all watch it. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't yeah. understand why they can't make it happen. It's it's super annoying. Uh, but but for the record, eleven twenty seven, it shows up on Netflix. Other than that, you just have to check your local listings and see if yeah, you can see. find that. Thing. <laughs> if you really want to watch, it's pretty weird. Yeah, yeah. Movie that is really that. weird. I would. I would. I mean, uh, one kind of I guess similar, but not as like it's a little different is the Breaking Bad movie. Yeah, because that was something. I couldn't where agree it on was, that one either. Uh, there was a lot of jockeying well, there. Yeah, but it's also too where that was a TV show and yeah. then, it aired on AMC apparently too. The yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. But also, it was in one theater here in town too. It was. I saw. So it was yeah. in one theater. It aired on TV for a movie, and then also it was on Netflix. And again, so we we talk about you know what I mean. So it was yeah, on yeah. three different outlets. We talk about this all the time. Like we don't totally understand how Netflix makes money. We don't understand the viewership, how they do the Matrix, how they figure the the equation that figures out like how is this working or not. It's all from Netflix. I had read that t-shirts. if El Camino had opened wide, it was going to have like a thirty nine million dollar opening weekend, which would have been pretty crazy for a TV movie, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they didn't do that. So where does how is Netflix making fifty million dollars off of that? I yeah. don't understand. Mm. Is that many people subscribing to Netflix just to watch El Camino and then they're going to tank it after that? Are we going to get people to subscribe to Netflix just for The Irishman and then they're going to cancel after yeah. that? I don't totally understand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, to me, like, what's the loot? If, if Netflix right. gets twenty percent of the box office, what's the problem? That's free money in your pocket. It's still going to go on your streaming service mm-hmm. after the fact. It's a three and a half hour movie. Most likely, I'll watch it in the movie theater and then a week later I'll watch it again because I can't process three yeah. and a half hours of information. And one so. thing I don't understand also is with Netflix, they have all these different um, like uh, what is that free subscriptions? Like you know yeah. for the first month or whatever yeah. Yeah, or for yeah, like seven days. If someone really wants to watch this and doesn't have a Netflix uh, a subscription, they can just do the trial and then cancel. And, and, and we and, and we know it. and we know also because uh, occasionally we have done it right. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> Of once course. it's on streaming, once it's on streaming, someone steals the file and puts it on a million different other things, and now you can watch it for free whether you have Netflix or not. Anyway, yeah. why not before you put it on Netflix, put it in a theater where it's harder to get a good cut? Agreed, of it. agreed. You know what I mean? Like once I just it becomes, don't understand. Once know? it becomes digitally like distributed, it's, 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 it's very it right easy to grab yeah. it. Yep. Like you can even do a screen sharing of it and record it like that, and boom, you still have a good quality copy. At least when it's in the movie theaters, they have to take a camera in and people are walking yeah, and through and it. You don't <laughs> and often, if if I am stealing content, I'm not watching that cut. I'll wait because I don't want to see a shitty cut of a movie like that. Yeah, so. ah, I don't mind watching a shitty cut. <laughs> I don't want to watch a good cut. I so. mean, for Terminator Dark Fate, I probably would have done it, but I did go see it. <laughs> All right, you guys have any last bit of movie news that you want to throw in there? Nah, really? I think we're good. All I think right. we're good. So today we're doing Terminator Dark Fate. This Ooh. is sort of the fifth or sixth movie in the franchise. I think. Nope, Six, the third. Six, the third. Six oh, third movie. Third. Yeah. yeah, there's some so continuity. It's our second T3 movie that we are. Third, this is where Captain Kirk's dad <laughs> sacrifices himself for the Terminator to <laughs> something, something weird like that. Oh man! Spock comes and saves the day eventually. Oh gosh, Ryan, what was your what was your hot take on this movie? Oh crap! Let did, me get this. Did, time, did you time travel watch sucks. This in theaters or did you? Uh, did time travel is hard to explain. <laughs> time travel. Is my, hard my, to explain. my reaction. My reaction is: Why do Terminators need guns? Why do they need guns? <laughs> That's, That's a pretty though. good point, right? Yeah. No, like sharp objects. It's like they need. Needed to give the opportunity for the humans to fight back. They're like, we can mount these guns onto the Terminators. Nah, let's have them hold them like regular humans, <laughs> <laughs> and then so that they can drop them, so that uh, humans have a chance against them. They even have a meta moment where they're like, you know, these won't kill them. So what's the point of the big room with all the guns? They're like, yeah, none of this stuff down. kills they're the they're guy. Like, right? yeah. <laughs> and this is Texas, and so <laughs> Tyler. And also, I'm I'm not gonna answer your question because. <laughs> uh, 
I, I watched it. That's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> all right. How did this movie do, Nick? Was it? Uh, all right. So successful? we'll go over the numbers. <laughs> I was. We talked about it. I think last week, and we've talked about it as the lead up. We we had some anticipation for this. We were thinking uh, somewhere along the lines of a sixty to eighty million dollar opening. This movie's not going to come close to that. It's pretty crazy. The budget's still not released. Somewhere between one sixty five and two hundred million for Terminator Dark mm-hmm. Fate. Um, it did very well on Thursday night Halloween again, two point four million. So that was indicative of it kind of going in line. I think they projected it somewhere in the forty five fifty five million dollar range, a little bit under what we thought. It's going to do about twenty eight to thirty million domestic. That seems about right for this movie. About so. forty five fifty five overseas. It's going to struggle to make a profit. Good. Uh, it's gotta. It's gotta <laughs> go somewhere in the four hundred million dollar range to break even. Um, which most even the crappy ones like Terminator Salvation made three seventy one, so it came close to breaking even. Yeah. I don't know if the this one's even going to do that it might it might but i don't think so it's going to have to have some staying power and based on the scores it's probably not going to have that yeah 69 so. critic on rotten tomato mm-hmm. and we anticipate that dropping yeah, it is that is definitely going to drop yeah. um i saw a dip actually initially audience came in the in the high 70s it's now up to 85 percent. so at least some of the the first weeks for now, the true fans, for now yeah but i i think that score is going to drop a yeah. little bit also i think so. eventually it's going to drop too uh we're just going to take a quick second to hear from our sponsors Yeah, so as always, we'll kind of go uh, non-spoilers into spoilers, which is kind of still spoiler warning Yeah, especially sure, since so. it just came out. I couldn't explain yeah. the spoilers if I tried. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Arnold's in it. <laughs> I, I, did my, I did my best. So now... You guys, I, I know you've seen basically almost all of them, right? Nick? I've seen them you've all. You've seen yeah. them all. I've uh, seen it all. Ryan, which ones have you seen or which ones haven't you seen? I either? saw uh first one, second one, okay. and then I saw maybe one or two of the ones that got retconned in this one. So like I think I saw a... Genesis, the one with the, the... John Connor's bad guy? Or Amelia Amelia Clark. Amelia uh, Clark, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I saw that one. Did you see the one with Christian Bale or the one with, uh, I can't remember his name. Terminator Salvation. There's Rise of the Machines, which came out. Sam Sam Worthington. And again, you know, we're going to talk about it, but Sam Worthington, again, was like a human hybrid type robot. Yeah. They've already done that. As you mentioned, they Mm -hmm. steal from all these other already proven kind of crappy movies to hodgepodge this thing together. (laughs) And it's a little bit goofy. uh, (laughs) Where are the new ideas, you know? Nick, Nick, I'll give it to the film creators on this. They're saying they're retconning all these movies and stuff. So it's Not fine really. They're for more them. like soft rebooting. We yeah. should probably go over. But, retconning is like changing things. But it's fine. Soft rebooting is just like throwing it in the I in your I feel like I feel like it's it fine for them to pull ideas from the other movies yeah. because that that's if no those longer other movies in weren't good and we already know they weren't good what's the point of that <laughs> well maybe because they thought that they could spin it and weave it into a better story like there are times wrong <laughs> <laughs> and I, I I don't I don't disagree with you. I, I yeah I agree with you I mean not entirely but, wrong but. <laughs> but I just feel like there's times where you're, like, you're looking at a movie you're watching a movie and you think oh man they shouldn't have done that they should have did it like this we do that yeah. All the time when right, we talk right. about these movies, yeah, and I'm I think okay that's that, yeah. their their perspective when going into this. They're like, "Oh, these three or four I'm movies gonna, did it terribly. We can do it better." Here's and here's what I'm going to say good. to that. I'm going to counter this with this. We have this one problem here when we're we're doing these soft reboots, these retconnings, these bringing back uh, IP that they think everybody loves. They have already tried this not once. With uh, term, Rise <laughs> of the Machines, if you want to count that one, maybe not count yeah, that I count, one. Uh, I say count so all we ca- of them. We count, count that one. Them, so so. they tried it there. Okay, yeah. it did okay. It made a little bit of a profit on that one. Then they did it with Terminator Salvation. Uh, did not make money. Lost a little bit of money. Was not good, right? <laughs> yeah. And they did it with Terminator Genesis. Oh, but we're not, we haven't totally... We got some people out there that we can get it right this time. Yeah. No, 
didn't make too much money there either, right? Now they're doing it again. Technically four soft reboots for something that is already proven to no, no one's really clamoring for yeah. this. So my, like, I have some nostalgia and I like Terminator 1 and 2 for sure. Rise of the Machines, I'm on record saying it's, it's fine. It's not a terrible movie. Salvation, mm -hmm. garbage. Genesis could have been good, ended up being kind of garbagey. So, you know, I'm okay with it. I'm going to show up. I'm going to pay to see this movie. Mm. But it, we've already, we know the numbers. Yeah. Not a lot of other people yeah, are doing no, that. They, they so know why what to are expect they, with this. So. so if you're going to do it, it with, especially without a clean story like this one doesn't have, why do it? And spend two hundred million dollars. So this is I what, just don't understand. This is what I would say. I don't understand that. what they're doing at Skydance. So uh, kind of back to your saying, like I would say T three, you know, like it's fine. It's, it's fine. It's like terrible. I think it has. Yeah. I think actually it has like the ending of that movie. Oh yeah, cool, the ending cool. is yeah. ballsy. I actually like yeah. the ending. But T three, I would say okay, that's definitely more of an actual direct sequel to T two. Uh, Terminator Salvation does feel like they sort of kind of went reboot, sort of, but they just kind of. And with the Terminator franchise in general, you could say that each of these movies is its own pocket reality because the timelines keep because on changing. Because of the timelines. Yeah, you yeah, could yeah, say yeah. Even though it's pretty it's freaking own, lazy. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Okay, yeah, fine, you, yeah. But you could argue that, and I'm not going to defend Dark Fate, don't get me wrong. But, uh, so, but <laughs> Rise as, of the Machines, 430, uh, 432 worldwide. Salvation made 371. Genesis did 440 worldwide. Now, I know Hollywood's counting on the foreign mm -hmm. market. This might be the first one where they pay the price on that because yeah. China came in about 30% below expectations. Yeah, so, so it's going to struggle to make its money yeah. back. And, and really with this movie, too, and I would say it's definitely that Redcon slash kind of reboot for sure. Yeah. And, you know, just kind of a little mixture of it, you know, your own little human uh, robot hybrid. And so, but they throw a lot of money into it. I got a hot take it. on Mackenzie yeah. Davis' character, so, an actress I like a lot. <laughs> so they throw a lot of money into it. But, of course, you know, they're rebooting, they're redconning a lot of stuff. But also they're throwing back Linda Hamilton in there. This is her first actual i guess you could say physical appearance since she does a lot of voice two. work she did some voice work uh, in yeah, salvation films, they mentioned her in t3 TV work, but yeah. uh, i don't think in she's this franchise and all in genesis and, and, and again mostly by her choice i think they tried to write her into a couple of these and she didn't want to yeah, do it because the story no. was right and, i'm wondering what her logic was on this one yeah that was so. money probably i think yeah. they just i think they shoveled out a lot of money because it's you got possible. linda hamilton You've got basically, and I like your, her. She's uh, pretty good in it. Like I yeah. was happy to see her. Can I give my hot take on it? Yeah, give your hot take on I it. I thought she was terrible, though. Yeah, <laughs> I thought she was terrible. Quite, quite honestly, so this is what I've got for like basically the actors in this movie. Arnold is hilarious. Of course, the character he's doesn't funny. make any sense, but yeah, he's it, it doesn't he's, make he's so sense. Funny. It, yeah, it really does. doesn't make it sense. Super weird. Yeah, and we'll get into it. In Who spoilers, was sitting but... at the pitch table and was like, "We're gonna have him have a family. He's gonna have a gray beard. He's gonna live in a log cabin. Dog, he's I gonna imagined. grow a conscience." Here's, here's my like, little how is that? that? Like, is that a spoiler? I, just, I don't I just, know because <laughs> it's pretty freaking goofy. I just imagine James Cameron just rides in on his fucking submarine, snorts like a, just a long line of oh, yeah. coke, and then just says, <laughs> and then goes into his Arnold pitch. Can't wait for Avatar two to lose like five million dollars so, <laughs> so with, with my take on the actors arnold is definitely hilarious in this movie mackenzie davis who plays uh grace the, grace, the hybrid yeah. terminator kind See, of you've seen her in tully a movie i love a lot of yeah. Jason right so, movie you've seen her in blade runner I, and catch fire i think that she does a good job as far as acting i felt goes, like her character was unnecessary her, That's her my character yeah and we'll kind of go into it too there? yeah so what's not if you have linda hamilton what's the point of having another terminator there yeah to pr another protection terminator yeah we'll, we'll, we'll go into it in spoilers for sure yeah, but yeah. they do they do show in the trailers that she is like kind of enhance somehow you know yeah, a la yeah, sam but, worthington and salvation yeah, if you've seen exactly that and so basically like the acting is fine um as far as still in non-spoilers like with the trailer like basically they show like that beginning part sort of in the trailer which is definitely the best part of it Opening's i think his name pretty is pretty uh, clean i sort yeah. of liked it you know i didn't so, love love it but so I think, uh, yeah uh, i thought the opening was fine yeah yeah but when you said acting was all right like to be completely honest 
freaking uh, Linda Hamilton and Arnold Schwarzenegger, they're so stiff and the deliveries <laughs> are so bad. Well, Schwarzenegger's like, a robot. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I mean, it's kind of supposed to be. Okay, so what, what's Linda Ham- Hamilton? Yeah, Hamilton? So, yeah what, what's her problem? <laughs> yeah, so uh, Lin- Linda Hamilton's performance, a lot of people are going to really like it and I think that's nostalgia getting in the way. Yeah. Sorry, Nick. Yeah, I think, I think that's some, Honestly, some truth to that. Yeah. I could take it or leave it with Linda Hamilton, he, her even being in this movie and I would probably just leave it because like, it I'd does, rather her it, stay and Mackenzie Davis go. No, I'm, I'm, because I'm, I think sometimes what happens is they brush over I her. Think you're right. She's Sarah them. Connor. Like, let her play in the sandbox. And they don't, they kind of sideline her a little bit because Mackenzie Davis needs to do something weird well, with her I, skin and uh, I'm her fine mechanical with, skin or whatever. I'm fine with her in the movie. I just felt like some of the deliveries of her lines, they were like, that's the take they're going to take with this? Yeah, they're not yeah. going to make her do, redo that one? <laughs> because how she we'll, delivers We'll wait till spoilers because yeah. I do think the decision they make is a big impact on her character. And I'm not sure that was the right way yeah. to go. Yeah. yeah. And um, I would say, uh, let me ask you this on non spoilers because mm-hmm. uh, you guys are the technical wizards. Was the CGI good to you? Oh, you? I did not like the CGI at I all. I didn't think it was that great. <laughs> I didn't and a like lot of people are giving it credit for good CGI, and I'm not I, sure that's right. So we'll save that for spoilers because there's okay. a lot of things I looked up as okay. far as like, and, and this is where I kind of broke my rule. I was like, I have to see the reviews on this movie. Mm. I have to read what some of the people are saying about this movie because, yeah. you know, I have my own personal feelings about it. But, but Nick, into response and, to your question on whether the CGI, let's just say, how I watched it. Couldn't really tell. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. I'll say, I watched it on the big screen, and I could say, you can tell okay. that like, it's it's very rubbery. Oh, Not yeah. to the extent of like a Matrix 2 rubbery, but... If they would have lingered on some shots, it's just it's also rubbery. But it actually feels a little throwbacky in the way it's shot. It's almost shot like Terminator Two: Judgment Day, classic James Cameron mm-hmm. style, almost like a single cam, a lot of single cam views. And I was wondering, like, why with other with a new technology out there, why are we shooting it this way? Yeah, uh, it was like it, it's almost like an effort to make it look like practical effects, even though a lot of it is goofy CGI with the weirdness and the rubberiness. And I don't know that it worked. It felt like I was seeing a movie that was made ten years ago or something. Yeah, it, a little bit. It did not work for me as far as like with the CGI and even just with the action scenes. And that's in weird because Cameron's too. involved, so yeah, you think it would have more so, high tech stuff. <laughs> and just with the performance, I think majority of the performances, like uh, I think his name's Diego Luna, who plays the Terminator. Yeah, in this yeah, one. yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Gabriel Luna. Oh, Gabriel Luna. Yeah, Gabriel Luna. Okay, I think right. he. I think he. I think you've he seen him in Marvel job. and a couple other stuff. He's a he's, he's Ghostwriter in Ghost Rider, Agents yeah. of Shield, uh, okay, the TV right, series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think they do the he's best the they can <laughs> as far as with the actors and actresses in this movie, like Mackenzie Davis and him specifically. Arnold is just Arnold. Linda Hamilton, like I said, take they it don't or leave give it. him enough to do. Yeah, is another and, thing. There's this one part, and it's a non-spoiler thing where he sort of negotiates a little bit. Yeah, and I was like, well, we've never really seen a Terminator negotiate. That was kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but then they just gloss over and move on. Yada and yada so, yada. Uh, but it's it's the writing in this movie. I it's think so. Agreed. And that's Agreed. fascinating. It's so like. Like, do you know who just, wrote this movie? Who's so well, who? It, it is. Who it is. It is fascinating. I, I thought know. the same thing. Yeah, I'm like, firebomb his house. <laughs> you've got to make choices. Well, you've got IP. You've got characters. You got nostalgia. Nick, you know, you got all these people. You got to please. And the people they chose to write this movie, you think it could work out? Uh, David Goyer, who did all the the Nolan movies, the Blade films. He did um, the Dark Knight. Famously, he's done a lot of stuff. Wow. He did BBS. Mm. I know nobody loves that one, but you know, he he is wow. the main writer along with a couple 
other guys, Justin Rhodes, who's doing um, the RoboCop reboot that's coming in sometime in the oh, near future. God. And Billy Ray, a guy I've always liked to help write Shattered Glass. Earth 2 was a TV show. Captain Phillips, although he did write Gemini Man. So, oh, <laughs> okay. uh, so it's a hodgepodge, wow. but experienced writers coming yeah, together yeah, yeah. to give us this. Kind of yeah. weird. I don't understand. And I wonder like, how much is it Tim Miller editing it? Is yeah. it changing stuff I, to keep it moving? I think Tim uh-huh. Miller was trying to have it have that Terminator 2 Judgment Day or uh, uh, push, that like action nonstop, that kinetic energy. There's a big gap where yeah, like nothing kind of happens. It has too. pockets of yeah. slowness yeah. that mess that up anyway. So if you're going to have pockets of slowness anyway, explain more stuff, have a better story, okay. give Sarah Connor more to do, things like that. I was surprised so, at how poorly it was written. My, my final thing I'll say, and then we'll kind of go into spoilers, is that and one thing I looked up to was James Cameron and even Tim Miller, the director. They apparently had fought with each other on who was getting final edit of this movie. Is that right? And it was Tim Miller who's just like, no, I'm the director. I'm going to get final edit. But I personally think that even if James Cameron got final edit of this, <laughs> it wouldn't have been much better. Mm. You know, I don't know. I don't know. He's I, producing I'm, on this, and it's. Just, I wonder how much he was involved. I, I do. T- I see a little. He bit. endorsed this too. He and did. He endorsed Genesis as well. He's going to regret that. Yeah, and it's just <laughs> yeah. like he regrets that one. You, he'll yeah. regret this one probably at the end of the day. <laughs> and I and I wonder if it affects his overall stock in Hollywood with how much they're willing to give him for these yeah. Avatar movies and stuff. I wonder Tim Miller versus James Cameron. I felt a little bit of Justice League, a little bit of like some of these, the Han Solo movie. Yeah. It felt like it had been cut together a couple times. It felt like it had been chopped down and noted a little bit to mm-hmm. death. Not as much as those other films, which are much more stark. Suicide Squad, obviously very stark. But it, I could see it. I could yeah. see where like they were trying to move the story along in such a way. Let's hurry up and get to Arnold. This is Let's like hu- a two hour. Yeah, two hours, uh, eight minutes. Over two hours. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Touch over two hours. Long, so. I, I thought it was going to be It looked shorter. like a lot of hands yeah, in the too. pot. Yeah. You know, all yeah. to, which which uh, which always hurts a movie. Always. So right. there, uh, can we talk about like things that we liked about the movie? Like this is absolutely bitty, bitty, not. Free, free spoiler. <laughs> yeah. Do you yeah. want to move into spoilers, or should we uh, just? No, not spoilers still. Like one things, one of the things that I really liked about this movie is with nowadays with some of these movies, they're pushing uh, uh, like a female empowerment and stuff like that, and breaking down uh, like uh, these uh, gender norms and stuff yeah. like that, which is cool. They do uh, some, they do some cool immigration stuff in this. Yeah, and yeah. Cool, <laughs> they did some immigration stuff. They, you know, it's a little had, in your face, but I still was okay yeah, with that it. stuff. But the um, one thing that I liked about this is a predominantly female cast. Like female yeah. leads and stuff, and they do, don't. Do we? Do we? Can on that note, I'm sorry to cut you off. Do we like Natalia Reyes as um, Danny? Danny Ramos? Uh, sometimes I it kind of like. I do not like her character <laughs> at all. Like her, she is her annoying acting. and dumb as fuck. Okay. Like, Especially at the like... end. We'll, we'll, get, in, we'll, <laughs> well get into the spoiler part. My, the, the end, point, I didn't buy her. The point yeah. that I'm trying to make that I liked about this there's other movies that try right. to do the female empowerment. Like and they do it very poorly. They put it really in your face that look, there's a there's a woman yeah, on yeah, the yeah, lead. Yeah. She's she's there. Look, but with this, they didn't uh, they didn't have to do that. I was just watching this movie and I was thinking, oh, they're they're doing a good job. Like you know, they're like like and uh-huh. I think they built a strong female like cast female lead without having to refer to their their femininity or anything like yeah. that. Yeah, like, and I didn't, I tend to they agree. Didn't bring it to the forefront. I, I the only thing is like one 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 so. too many females. I think you'd have to take away. Linda Hamilton, you'd have to take away Mackenzie Davis's uh, what's her name? Grace in the movie. Yeah, yeah Grace. One yeah. of those. I think it's like a little bit too much because I, they, they're all trying to get a piece of the puzzle, and, and it makes it a little bit sloppy. Mm. I, I want to make a correlation without any spoilers uh, to Joker a little bit. I think that there's some stuff here 
what happens is like you give us this Danny character, and I think Natalia Reyes. I hadn't seen her in much else. She she tries really hard. She but tries I, very just hard. Like, <laughs> just like in Walking Phoenix's Joker, you never see like I don't see how he turns into a maniacal genius. Right. If he, if he continues on in the storyline, I don't see how this lady turns into what she's supposed to turn into. Yeah. So in terms of the female empowerment, I still buy Linda Hamilton as who she's supposed to be as oh, Sarah Connor. Yeah, absolutely. But, and, and, but... and and the Grace character, uh, that's a little bit of a weird choice. Yeah. Send back in time. She seems a little bit soft. As a robot to come back and protect this lady, she's not doing a great job of it. I, but the third mm-hmm. female, that that Danny character, I'm not sure it was well written. Like, I liked how, and just kind of, I guess the one go good thing it. I'll say I, I liked about this, I liked as far as with Grace how they kind of explain as far as like what the not exactly what was done to her, but sort of like how she was enhanced and just exactly what her limitations. And I like are. that. So I think you know that's, what that that's is interesting. That but... subplot is at the cost of building up the Danny character, who they choose to sort of just we don't get a lot of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when you finally get like, oh, she's supposed to be this, you're like, I don't see that. That's yeah. weird. So and and you got to make choices. That's too many story. protectors. That's yeah, too many protectors. That's with the story and the writing and stuff. I feel pretty though, lady. Like I'm, a, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm uh I'm comparing it to think about. What what is that end game when that one scene when oh, Captain yeah, Marvel about, yeah. comes down and all of a sudden they're like, oh, look, all the female uh, superheroes, yeah. they, they was, have a shot was, of uh, them and then they're, and yeah. then they're protecting Peter It was Gwyneth Paltrow in the uh, Iron Man costume that ruined that. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, I didn't think it was no, all that bad. No, but, uh, but it's just like with that, it was very in your face. It's in your all, face. All yeah. the, the female superheroes are going to, to protect Peter Parker and make sure that they get the gauntlet over. I would rather yada, yada. Gamora come back and be the protector of Danny than Mackenzie Davis but, but, is great. But what I'm saying is it's not a, a hit against any Hashtag of the... Hashtag is better than uh, your crazy lady. <laughs> no, no. You're completely wrong. Um, a nebula. Nebula, uh, But uh, what I'm talking about is they don't throw it in your face that, look, it's just the female cast. It's just female lead yeah. and stuff like that. I was able to watch it and I got a sense by the end of it. There's, I was like, okay, they're, they're strong. They're, they're strong. Yeah, and I'm, okay, and I'm okay with that. And, I'm, and James Cameron, let's be fair to him, has a, has a strong history of making the bad as female character. In uh-huh. fact, you know, his ex-wife, Catherine Bigelow, gets a lot of credit for what she does with female characters. And Cameron's always like, hey, remember, I had Ripley. I had uh, Sarah Connor. I mean, yeah. these are two of yeah, the most iconic thought, ones ever. And so yeah, he's known for that. I just think they did it really well. I want to wait till spoilers. There's one scene that really takes me out of it with that point. Mm, and okay. I thought it was like just too much. You're sticking it down my throat a little mm. bit too much there. Um, but other than that, I, I did sort of like where they went in that direction. So... Um, we're going to move into spoilers. Okay, let's do it. And let's so, do it. Because we, we got to take the gloves off. And one thing I'll say is there's a lot of holes in this movie. <laughs> Not just uh, like timeline, yes, absolutely. Not rare for a Terminator film. So this is what I've gotten written down for like some of just the holes in this movie in general. So um, Grace talks about how her dad was murdered over a can of peaches, right? Super dumb. Yet, so resources are tight, yet they have enough resources to make a robot-human hybrid. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, just yeah, just yeah. stuff like that. Another kind of issue is... The, the new resistance Grace, is so not explained to yeah. the point of, like, nauseate. And, not, just and making so me nauseated. Grace is from 2040-something, right? Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. from 2040-something. 2049 or something Yeah, something like, like that. that. Yeah, yeah. 2040-something, she's in from that decade. <laughs> but it's 2019 right now, which we're assuming in that movie it's 2019. Yeah, I don't know if we know, know that for sure. But so yeah. it's just kind of like, obviously, 
it can't be Danny's child because unless she's pregnant right now and she has that kid in 2020 or 2021, that kid is only like 20 something or almost, right. you know, 25 or whatever mm-hmm. it is. So, and that, and yeah, that goes into the plot point that I hate. Yeah. And there's, it's good because that's kind of the twist, I guess, that they say is like, no, she's the mother. It's her it, womb. It's all this. It's, it's her the child. Only part but that, I never once believed yeah, that it was either. a child. Oh, I knew either. it was Danny because in the very beginning when she's talking to the, her supervisor, trying to save her brother's job her supervisor's like he's not you danny you know blah 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 this you is know, this is okay, super, obviously we know this is super where, indicative where this is of like so. the difference of like a, uh movie critics and the way we see movies and have read scripts and 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 done some of the reviews and stuff like that versus like the regular average going movie fan did you did you think that Danny had a child and that child was the leader of the resistance at any point? To be completely honest, as I was watching was... the movie, I didn't care too <laughs> you didn't much care? about oh, the story. Okay. <laughs> it's almost worse that he doesn't care. I don't blame right? you for that. Yeah, yeah, I don't blame yeah, you for like, that point. Yeah. When I was watching it, I'm not going to lie, I was like, oh, okay, the, the action scenes are pretty cool. The fighting between the Terminators like, is battle bots, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was, yeah, like, yeah. I was like, oh, that's cool. The beginning <laughs> is a lazy story. The, the right beginning here. had me sold. I was like, wow, this is it. Because it shows that clip from T2 with Sarah Connor. Yeah, yeah, and then it kind of dives right into the action. Pretty good CGI the, or de aging yeah. in that one. And Although so, John Connor looked younger than when he did in yeah, Judgment Day, which that, is weird. That CGI is so good. Yeah. So, <laughs> so she looked good. Yeah, and so um, and even in just in that first fight scene too with uh, Mackenzie Davis, Grace, and then the Rev Nine in that when they're in the factory, I thought that was a pretty decent action. That scene. was a good. All set the other piece. ones, I'm yeah. just like, this is awful. This is just so. A couple other good, good set pieces. And I so, thought the the traffic uh, when they take it to the highway. I always like it. There was some decent stuff there's, there. There's some. Parts I like that shot where yeah. he actually gets on the root, the hood of the car when you first yeah. start to see the Terminator separate. Yeah. At least it's an interesting idea. The CGI is not perfect yeah, in it. I know, it's a little bit weird. It's but. just, can there be a better idea than a liquid Terminator that turns into two Terminators? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? No, it's just, one, apparently not. It's, it's, yeah. One thing I thought was weird, though, in the flashback with Grace, she kills one of the Terminators. Like, she, like... She, That's the Rev-9, I think, Yeah, she right? kills yeah. one of the Rev-9s. Gabriel Luna's like, Rev-9. Well, yeah. futuristic weapons, I would assume. Yeah. It, looks, yeah. it, it looks more yeah, like, uh, what's yeah. that, Edge but, of Tomorrow? It looks a little bit like that. Kind of, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, I can see that, yeah. But when she's, like, uh, they're, they're fighting, and then this is right before she, like, says, oh, I want to be a volunteer for the augmentation program or whatever. Yeah. She kills one of them and lands right on top of her. And she's like... All the things that they're doing, all the things like ripping them apart, blowing them up and stuff, even with the explosion in Turbine, like that didn't kill him. But OK, a futuristic gun kills him. Like, I, yeah. I don't know. Which uh, looks like just bullets. Unfortunately, the other problem I have here is when Sarah Connor does show up and I like the scene where she shows up on the freeway, kind of saves them, saves Grace's ass, saves Danny. She's going to go down the hill. What is she presumably going to do? Presumably, she has been killing Terminators for God knows how long with the help yeah. of Mr. Schwarzenegger's T-800, yeah, right? Do, yeah. But she doesn't know. Like, if they can't kill it without this EMP thing, this other MacGuffin oh my God, situation, that was yeah. thing. which is another goofy thing. So, like, what exactly was she going to do? So, she only goes back up the hill when they drive away in the car. Yeah, yeah. So, like, presumably Sarah Connor was going to die there, right? Yeah. Is that yeah, what was going to happen? Just, just kind of on that, It's a little too. bit weird. Sarah Connor obviously has plot armor in this. This because you yeah, see the yeah. Rev 9 where it's willing to just chop up like you know the border patrol agents and everything with its scissor arms or whatever yeah and then but and it's just willing to go all out I'm with so all the characters of scissor arms. but when it comes Tired to you know Sarah Connor it just throws her yeah you exactly, know what I mean it's yeah. like okay well obviously you could have killed her right then and there <laughs> so it's just she obviously has plot armor and also EMP 
they did the thing that they do in a lot of she movies. She gets thrown around like five where times. Where they have to explain what an EMP is. Mm-hmm. And almost everybody knows what an EMP is from just <laughs> watching like, any other like movie. They, it's and like so, this weird guy in a, in a, in a, a wrinkled uh, BDU cami uniform yeah. shows up and winks <laughs> at the camera. Hey, this is what can do it. And then they... What's it, an EMP? It's yeah, yeah, they spend all that time <laughs> only for it to be destroyed anyway. So it's just another like yada, yada, yada. Oh my God. Just so we can get to the point of Grace's like weird internal engine. And, and that's one thing that I didn't like <laughs> So we get a little hard in the movie. Movie, there's know? one thing I didn't like about this movie. There's a lot of like uh, plot strings, like, and they're oh, just like God. really quickly. They're like, all right, we'll introduce this major thing, and then we'll just make sure that he gets shot immediately, so that we don't have to have him on the scene anymore, and just focus on these four. I, people. I was looking yeah. forward to the return of RoboCop, and now that I know that uh, Justin Rhodes helped yeah. write this movie, I'm like, yeah, maybe we hold off. I on think that. this is like <laughs> this is put, such put a that, shit movie. Back it's gonna stain everyone, <laughs> everyone involved with this movie. But uh, when I was looking up, because I'm just like I have to see the reviews on this movie. Okay. You know, I have all to watch right, the spoiler right. reviews after I've seen it. I have to look on Twitter and see what people are saying it. And I think the thing that bothered me is like on Twitter, which of course we usually agree that almost all social media is typically like a form of cancer. It is, awful, you know, yeah. it's, it's just showing nothing, <laughs> but including positive. my own account. You know, it it's showing awful. nothing but positive <laughs> things and semi-positive. It's just like this is the best, you know, sequel. This is the best, you know, uh, Terminator sequel since T2. It's like, well, that's debatable yeah. in general. Just because of how those movies <laughs> That's are, I might not but... be saying much either, yeah. <laughs> for one. Um, but remember what you say about BVS. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it very deceiving. The opening reviews are always deceiving nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah. that's the one Warner Brothers paid to write something good yeah, about exactly. Suicide Squad. <laughs> yeah. So hold your horses for about a weekend. Give it a couple weeks yeah, and, and then see then you'll happens. see what's really so, going on. And from what I looked up, as far as like with, you know, I guess you could say super fans, they're pissed that John Connor dies in this movie. Mm, yeah, yeah. So they're pissed that he dies in the in the opening scene. Which, I didn't like it. Honestly, doesn't really mean anything to me. I mean, it was kind of funny to see Edward Furlong get shot, but you know what I mean? Like that that doesn't really mean as much to me because he's died before somewhat. Like he dies in Terminator Genesis, I guess you could say so. Although I only watched as a bad guy. I didn't yeah. like that either. I only watched three fourths of that movie because I was just like, I can't do this anymore. Because mm-hmm. I just had to yeah. shut it off. But with this I movie, watched I, I would have but... walked out if I didn't have to watch all of it. And so um, <laughs> but the internet is pissed about John Connor dying, but you know, when it comes to kind of just that John Connor like storyline, one of the most interesting things I at least I thought about John Connor was that he was a paradox baby. You know what I mean? Because his father yeah, yeah, yeah. supposedly, you know, Kyle Reese yeah, is from too. the future. You know, that's it's, the it's most goofy, but I, yeah. I appreciate it. But that it too. just it's also just interesting, like how messy the timelines get, and also but it's just that's the most interesting part of him. He's a paradox baby, and that's who he grows up into being. And so here's the thing, though, it, what. What they do is they bring back Sarah Connor, and I love Linda Hamilton. I love that character. I really liked her in both the first two, two Terminator movies, and I appreciate the John Connor character. And I'm okay that they're going to set him aside, and they're going to let yeah, a female I'm take charge of too, the Resistance yeah. in the future. But by doing what they, the choices they make here, undercut Sarah Connor as a character. Again, it's almost like agreed, Luke, agreed. Luke getting a rough, yeah, a raw yeah. deal in Last Jedi. Now we're gonna, now we're gonna undercut Sarah Connor by killing her son. She basically fails. She kept him alive. She stopped Skynet. Now it's Legion, whatever the fuck that is. Oh, that was so dumb. <laughs> you know, yada, yada, What's yada, right? Skynet? But then yeah. Connor it's the dies. the same thing. Skynet and Legion are the same thing. <laughs> but but Connor dies, like, uh, presumably a couple weeks after what happens in, Termin- in, in, in Judgment in Day. In T2, yeah. Yeah, so, like, yeah. I don't understand why they would do that. Why bring her back if you're going to undercut her? Yeah. I, I don't understand, you know? And, you know, I would say this movie, and just kind of female protagonists in general, they've done it before with better movies. I know you kind of like, you know, how what they did with it, and certain aspects of it are fine. But, again, it's just kind of like, 
when it comes to the reveal of Danny is like the leader of resistance, it's just like, what? <laughs> a female leader? You know what I mean? It's just like, no, it's, we've seen It's also how yeah, they yeah, get yeah. there. And it's, it's such poor dialogue yeah, how they agreed, get there. Agreed. I don't understand why they would do it, it was that always way. you, Danny. You know what I mean? At just first, like, you're supposed <laughs> to feel bad that Sarah Connor is somewhat hurt that it's not John Connor yeah. that saves the world. You're she should John. be happy that she prevented that future, for one, which she is. Yeah, but yeah. now she's like, oh, but then it's, you're going to have a baby you're and John. some male guy, <laughs> some, some boy babies. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah, just yeah. very, very odd. And again, like, I don't think it's definitely not her fault. It is the dialogue was poorly constructed yeah. and the choices they made are, are less than. Yeah, I think they were trying to produce these feelings for the audience members. I didn't but get it. But there is some emotion. I, like, I'm probably going to give it a, a, a relatively decent rating. Uh, I, I can tell it's going to be a little higher than your guys. But what I'm, Because I have the nostalgia and I do have some emotion, and I thought they got to some emotion toward the end. But again, you're going to kill the Arnold. You're going to kill the Grace character. Like, you know, all of it is sort of weird. If your decision was of the three main characters that are the three protectors that are in this movie, the one that's going to stay alive is Sarah Connor, why are yeah. you undercutting her the whole movie? Mm, right. By poor writing and poor choices. Yeah. You should have made her the ultimate badass, the ultimate prote- protector. She should have bailed out Grace. I think she should have bailed mm-hmm. out Arnold and she rides off into the sunset. I don't understand why she rides off in the sunset with Danny, but they undercut her over and over again. <laughs> yeah, and again, it's a disservice to Linda Hamilton, so, who took the money and came back, but you wrote her character kind of shit. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, unfortunate. I, I would say they should have gone in a completely different direction because it's it's something where they had the, they've only been able to do Terminator movies where we have to send a Terminator back in time to protect you from another Terminator. You know, it, we, we've seen it so many times. Yes, like, it's yes, the yes. same plot over and over again. And even in the beginning, she's just like, that thing right there is not your dad. That's a Terminator. It's sent from the future. It's here to kill you. And then Danny's just like, what? And then her dad's like half robot face. And she's yeah. just like, Papa! <laughs> like, she gets all pissed off or she gets all upset. And so, like, <laughs> it's like, obviously that wasn't your dad. Like, no, you know, I get even it. I get it. She loses is her dad and so. her brother and like there's very little sort of <laughs> no I think the brother I think the brother was good the dad yeah, not bad, yeah. the dad when he, she's like oh your dad's dead now like in order for it to turn into their her dad it has who's, to whose dad brings their 20 year old kids lunches at work the Terminator's from like yeah, there's yeah. only so much human knowledge out there from that time like, <laughs> <laughs> I brought my kids Game Boys that's like, kind of weird right? <laughs> they forgot it my kids forgot their bag food. lunches they're 25 years old. They work at a car place. What's the problem here? My kids forgot their lunches, nuts and bolts in the back. <laughs> but I'll, I'll give it. I'll we'll give let it you t- in, Dad. But you got to put a helmet on. Uh, <laughs> you got to put a hat. A hard yeah, hat. no one gets in without the orange suits. <laughs> but the thing is, I, I will say, in the very beginning, it really did have me hooked. I was like, I thought the action yeah, was did, great. Yeah. But then I, when I realized that, oh, this was in the trailer. Oh, this don't don't this tell is it. it. Yeah, this is it. Uh, yeah, this is <laughs> like, it right here. Yeah. Even so, some of the action was great when they were in the uh, the Hoover Dam when they were fighting. Fighting in the in the Hoover Dam yeah. when it was just the battle bots and stuff like that. I thought that was cool. I give them credit for choosing early, choosing yeah. that yeah. location on the bottom of Hoover Dam underneath where the yeah. stuff is. I yeah. think that's cool. But they don't they don't blow up the water. That would have been the missing piece. Like where's the water? <laughs> you know, every time you're at a dam, you think yeah, you're gonna blow the dam, right? Isn't that what you're supposed but, to do? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, this is not uh, with missed James opportunity. Bond. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that 
would be were, better. It would be a better fighting, movie. <laughs> when they're fi- fighting in the uh, the the airplane or whatever, yeah. whatever what's yeah, it called? The, You're the, the military the C, man. What's it called? KC one thirty five or something. Yeah, yeah. Like that. yeah. When they're fighting in that, yeah. I thought that was terrible. That, I was, that was so bad. bad right? That was so uh, bad. And they do not like, only is it bad, but like once again, Sarah Connor is being thrown around the back of an airplane. One box hits her in the head. She's dead. Yeah, she's done. So I don't understand. Like it's just poorly. Oh man, and so confident she can survive anything. I also thought. Why was it so necessary for them to keep the Humvee when it does nothing in the yeah. entire? Yeah. They literally could have got it out of the Humvee you know what and it got somewhere of? else uh-huh. on the on the dam. Why did they have to take it and then for it to just be put into the water? Did anybody ever see the crappy A Team movie that they yeah, made I saw with that. Bradley <laughs> Cooper? Yeah. I hated that movie with a passion. You know what uh, movie and you should have watched the, uh... instead? McGruber. <laughs> oh, McGruber is really much good. better than McGruber's that movie. Really yeah. good, but they so. have that weird part where they uh, the they get out of the crashing airplane by getting in the tank with the parachutes on it and crash into a, a, yeah. a lake or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, no, total that. nonsense. Just like this one. Total nonsense. So, this is everything I kind of wrote and down, written down as far as like what was taken from other Terminator movies and the Sarah Connor Chronicles well, too gonna as be, well. We don't have time so, for this. <laughs> it's just a few things. So like you have the human robot hybrid, which of course we've seen in, in, in Salvation. Yeah. Right? We saw that Sam Worthington of Avatar fame. Yes, yeah, Sam Worthington. And then we've got, you know, a Terminator has a family, which we've seen in the Sarah Connor Chronicles. Yeah. And I would say that when it comes to that Terminator, that, you know, that version of Arnold, you know, basically growing a conscience. That is bullshit. Your, your yeah. toaster doesn't feel bad about the Eggo waffles it cooks in the morning for you. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's awful. It's so bad. Although the drink to, thing is I funny, found it but, to be utter nonsense. Yeah. And, utter so, no, and, a, and a poor writing choice again. And we, we see a Terminator having a family. And I know you're probably indifferent about, like, the Sarah Connor Chronicles. It's I didn't a, like it. It's yeah. been a while it's, since I've seen it. it was, and know. I've seen that, like, bits and parts of the first and second season. And I think it does have some interesting aspects of it. It was only two seasons, right? Yeah, it was only two yeah. seasons. Yeah. And so, but I stayed with it all of season one. And I think I I crapped out in season yeah, two. Yeah, I mean it came out two thousand eight or two thousand seven. It's been a while, yeah. But anyways, uh, so we, we've seen that in the Sarah Connor Chronicles, where basically a Terminator, I believe, he gets overshot in the timeline. So instead of you know arriving in nineteen you know you know eighty whatever, yeah, he, yeah. he arrives ten fifteen later earlier. So he infiltrates and basically he has he gets a family just to blend in. And then even when it comes to T two with that Schwarzenegger character, you know with that Terminator. He's, of course, reprogrammed to be a protector for John Connor, which makes sense. Yeah, and in yeah. a deleted scene, they flip his CPU unit. And so he's able actually to learn now. And mm, so that's why he was able to actually do other things. Um, and, and they and, get into it, but not enough. They could have focused more on <laughs> yeah. that. Again, like, what about Gabriel Luna's Dog, Rev it's a two-hour like, movie. <laughs> let's, let's have, yeah, but, like, give us something different. If they focus more on the bad guy in this one, maybe that would have been different. They yeah. tried to too do that protectors. in Genesis a little bit. Yeah, too many protectors. Too many protectors. Not yeah. enough on Gabriel yeah. Luna's yeah. bad guy. Like, we, he's able to negotiate and process stuff. Like, let's spend some time on that, you know? Yeah. Let's see him manipulate people a little bit or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And so, do a plot twist with that. So we've got different leaders in the Resistance, too, and then, of course, like, female leaders. Okay. And and that's that's sick. And by the way, the the Legion looks an awful lot like Skynet. Yeah. How is that? Like, should, <laughs> couldn't you at least make the ships look different? It's kind of goofy. Net? I mean, obviously. <laughs> and anyways, so but like they show that like in T three because the original concept. I know you haven't seen Terminator three, uh, Ryan. But Rise of the Machines. The, the concept and that was the, Christina Locan, not Amy Locan. By yeah. Way. How did that, that one end? Movie? I thought that was interesting. So did that I, ends where you can't stop Judgment Day. And yeah, no happens. matter what you do, Judgment Day. And comes. then does he does he go into a bunker? Yeah, and he goes they, into a bunker. I did watch that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, Claire, Claire Danes. Oh gosh, and, uh, I can't even remember. But I forget that guy's the guy name. Guy from yeah. Carnival. Yeah, and so yeah, yeah. He's, he's done some Nicholas, other things, but I, I can't remember his name. But 
I liked as far as T3 goes because that sounds like a natural progression for John Connor because they stopped Judgment Day. Now he's kind of a bum that's traveling as a drifter because he has all these survival skills that he can't, he has no practical real world skills. Like he has no education. He never graduated high school because he's been on the run with his mother from Terminators. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like life. a scavenger yeah. already pre Judgment Day. Yeah. yeah. And so basically, the whole concept of that movie is when they send a robot back in time. Its original, you know, mission is not to kill John Connor. It's actually to kill future resistant leaders, you know, who are at younger ages mm. before they become, you know, big players in the resistance. Yeah, so they're yeah, killing, yeah. you know, younger kids, Nick younger Stahl. women. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're killing a bunch of people, and so, which I thought was interesting. And then this Terminator just accidentally ends up finding John Connor, and so, and even in T three, John Connor dies. So they don't they don't show it on screen, but in T three they mention that that Terminator that gets sent back in time kills John Connor, and it's actually John Connor's wife who ends up taking over the Resistance Clear and names. then sends that yep. Terminator back in time. <laughs> Who's Kate Brewster so... character? And, and again, there was at least those are interesting ideas in that movie. Yeah, and I also like you don't spend a t uh, that's the T X or something. That yeah, the, Christina the next one, whatever yeah. it is, yeah, Christina Loken, most advanced, but it's a female Terminator, which is yeah. different. We've seen and so at least in that part, even though there's some cheesy parts, and she grows her boobs in one scene. And yeah, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> looks great in the leather. I mean, yeah, you're giving the female power. She's in like an all leather outfit, which is a little bit weird, but okay. So, that movie is famous. It has for some Arnold's redeeming commentary. qualities to it. Yeah, <laughs> that movie is so famous with Arnold's commentary because he talks about like in that scene when the boobs grow, he's just like some guys like big boobs, some girls like some guys like small boobs. Now you can have one big boob and one small boob. And it's like, <laughs> what? The so, so like if, if you have not seen the comment for that movie oh, please watch it, it it's goodness. like like that movie has its faults but don't, that is don't hilarious do that. <laughs> so <he's> just, <laughs> believe me arnold arnold's got lots of problems <laughs> and so, anyways um uh last thing i got from other ones like you got your john connor death it's on screen and mentioned and of course in t3 and sort of like t salvation but i think this is for sure you know the worst one so i think dark face the worst one just because it it takes things that it, you think is going to be new world building. It, <laughs> it's not a universe worth exploring and nothing that they threw at me. I was just like, I've seen this before. And also that was not a surprise. Do we all. want so, any more of these? No. No. Okay. So are you no. listening, Hollywood? Yeah, enough. Enough already. Now, T1 right? and T2, I think are still amazing. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Yeah. I, I like both those films a lot. Good. Yeah. I think they went in the opposite direction with this movie where, you know, like we talked about, too many protectors. I think you should yeah. have, you know, put a cap, put a bottle cap on it and yeah. then close it and maybe do a different storyline. You so. already have a female protagonist in Danny. You already have Sarah Connor coming back. Why another female protector? You, you're you making your point. It's fine. It's actually somewhat clever to a certain extent. Of course, they undercut it as the movie goes on. You don't need that. You have Arnold, too, coming back as another protector. Yeah. So look, give us a little more time with the bad guy. Let us learn what this Rev-9 is all about. Give us a little more about what the fuck Legion is and how their ships look so much like Skynet ships. You know, like, <laughs> explain a few more things to us and maybe this could have been better. And don't undercut a, a, a really legendary character than Sarah Connor. And I still, still, I still don't understand the goal of why Skynet or Legion or whatever, any of these uh, AI systems 
what their goal is at the very end. After they kill all the humans, what are they going to do? Yeah, like when we talked about <laughs> yeah, Matrix. Yeah, exactly. right? it's like, you know, what's what the point? Yeah, yeah. Okay, they're going to do at that. Least the, then... At least the robot logic is somewhat, go, it go, they go into it in the Matrix, take or leave if you like it or not. At this one, there's nothing. See, we, you know? we, we, and, and they're just coming out of the water killing people. Like, is that their strategy? They're going to do like Normandy or whatever? Yeah. At, at least, that's a weird choice. At least, yeah. yeah, at least with the Matrix, they're taking those humans and then turning them into batteries or whatever. In this, <laughs> yeah. they were like, oh, we have to leave our city and then all of a sudden they sent terminators to to wipe us out like why like Like, at least subjugate them or something i don't know do something and and even and even the part where they show humans turning on humans which is like fear of the walking dead type stuff yeah yeah stuff that you would think is logical they don't spend enough time on it and that's cheesy and weird and goofy and again when they show danny to your point uh, give the speech and like turn everybody as she's supposed to be this great leader. Yeah. Lazy, kind of hammy, doesn't make a ton of sense. So. She's not even aged very properly. Yeah. She looks basically the same age. She just has a different haircut. Yeah, yeah it's kind of weird. weird. She, she has a little bit of mud on her face. Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> odd, right? So who does a better speech is uh, uh, who's that guy? The, uh, he became a police officer. He, he's known for doing karate and stuff like that. What's his name? Uh Steven Seagal. Oh, Steven Seagal. Okay, in Exit yeah. Wounds, he does a better he does a better speech wow. when uh, that's the take. Yeah. Steven Seagal. <laughs> the dialogue in Exit Wounds is better than the dialogue in yeah. Terminator Dark Fate. So that's happens, all you need to know about this movie. They're in the movie. locker room, and then there's a fight that breaks out, and then one of the police officers is going to punch another police officer in the face, and Steven Seagal hooks his arm with his, <laughs> and he's like, "The war's out there, not in here." <laughs> that's all. It's short, yeah. sweet, to the point. And so- I thought that was a better uh, uh, speech. Yeah, you might be right. So, <laughs> you might be right. When I was talking, guy who wrote BVS couldn't beat Exit Wounds. <laughs> so when I was when I was talking about this with my girlfriend, because she saw it with me, I'm just like, man, Danny's a really good leader. They went from basically you can't even get a can of fucking peaches in this universe to where you can make alien human hybrids in like <laughs> right? less than 20 years. Yeah. And so like, <laughs> she's, she's that good. She's yep. that good. So hey, all that um, training at the plant, man. Yeah, all it is. Uh, and you could have explained some of that if you spent time on it, but you didn't bother. So again, you know. <laughs> so my. My, my final take of this movie, and then uh, then I'm I'm done. I'm done with it. Is uh, how did that conversation go with Carl? Because that's uh, the Terminator's name is Carl in this. Oh, with his yeah. wife. With his wife, because he's just like his wife and his family leaves, right? Yeah. And then he's just like, "There's like, what did you tell my, them? My past just came, like, my, came back to haunt me. Like, how's that conversation start? Where it's just like you have you just saved the wife and the, and his kid or whatever, his adopted son, and you're just like one day. In the future, my past will catch up to me, and you're gonna have it's, to leave. I can't say why, and I can't explain any reason, a, but you have to leave because you're and I and I won't be back. And you, I just imagine his wife's just like, "Is this about your robot penis?" And then he's right? like, "Yes." <laughs> this is why you weigh 550 pounds. This is the thing. Like, I it, it's why I think there are too many hands in, in the cooking uh, pot here. Yeah. Because in the beginning, they open, they choose to open with Linda Hamilton in the mental hospital. Mm-hmm. Some of the footage from uh, Judgment Day, which I stuff, think is just fine, which is cool. Yeah. It's an yeah, interesting yeah, yeah, idea, yeah. and it would show like if if she changed the future, nobody knows this is coming it's hard to explain that to somebody else yeah. and then they revisit it a little bit when Danny tries to explain like robots are coming to kill us oh, yeah. and the border patrol guy's like yeah whatever. yeah that was stupid yeah, yeah, yeah that's so dumb like that's who so would dumb. believe yeah. that but like yeah. you have like, the capital from the beginning and then you waste it and undercut it later in the movie with poor writing just another thing they couldn't pull off how know? many writers are this three Four? three main ones but a lot of people had I think you need two writers script. you need two writers yeah. and, let yeah, me ask two so. quick questions before we go to recommendation two things um, what does this mean for James Cameron's Avatar movies yeah. does it affected oh, at all man. do we still need five avatars i wasn't looking forward to it in the beginning i'm not yeah, no, exactly but this now. definitely like is like it oh shocks, maybe we should yeah. rethink that right yeah. maybe it, we don't want to anticipate it, this it quite definitely much. it definitely feels like 
you know, you didn't want it to begin with, but now you're just like, oh, okay, I really don't want this thing. Or at least I want to see it fail. You know, it'd be funny to see James Cameron fail because he has two major blockbusters. Sure. I would yeah. like to see him fail, and I think yeah. it would ground him a little bit more, and maybe his next thing he turned out is actually something good and original. So yeah, I do. I think he needs to I be think undercut he needs a to fail. little bit. I think he he, just like he, he allowed Sarah Connor <laughs> yeah. to be undercut, he, we need to undercut James Cameron. Yeah, this, he needs to be down. This sounds like a script for a terrible movie. Yeah. <laughs> I want Catherine Bigelow from The Hurt Locker to come out on Twitter and say something terrible about this movie because I know that cuts cuts at James Cameron. Yeah. <laughs> right, well, what's the second thing? And then thing? the second thing is because there are a few things that save it for me and I gave it a, a fairly fair rating because of this um, and because of my nostalgia that I lean on toward. What did you think of the music? That's Junkie XL who's done some of the Justice League movies. Didn't even notice movies. the music. Yeah, I didn't honest. even notice Because it's sampled the from the just... Terminator 2 movie a lot of that that stuff they come at the right moments I think he makes you know it's not great because the movie's not great but he comes in and makes choices with the music that I thought helped um, deliver some emotion at the end because I was sort of emotionless through the whole thing. Yeah, but I at agree. the end it just got enough of it that I was like, okay, I'll say goodbye to these characters, you know. Mm-hmm. So in a, in a proper fashion. So I did think the music was worth noting that it was pretty well done. I like Junkie XL. You know, Trent was a Trent Reznor from Nine Inch Nails and Junkie XL. Two two musicians mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. are taking over Hollywood and doing a lot of these big blockbusters mm-hmm. now. Friends yeah, yeah, Danny yeah, Elfman yeah, yeah. and the Hans Zimmer. What else the did they do again? I can't remember. Junkie XL did a lot of the DC movies. He did okay. BBS. He did. Um, I think he did Suicide Squad. He's done a couple of them, a couple okay. of the big ones. So, uh, ratings. Do you guys want to give this a final little rating? Yeah, we can do ratings. Um, mm. I'll give. I give this a four. Man, this is bad. This is bad. Like, <laughs> so I, 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 I wanted. Before, I'm, 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 that, I'm emotional. I'm angry about that's this. That's your pure emotion. Yeah, right? I'm just like, this is a four. This is we bad. Did, you were offended by it, essentially offended yeah, that it exists to a certain I extent. Am, yeah. Okay. Let at me ask least, you. at least with Salvation and Genesis, it's just it's bad. I was offended by Genesis. It's just like yeah. I was definitely like. I just was, I was so like, every time I watch Salvation, I always think of the Family Guy episode think, where they play the Christian yeah. Bale rant. I think, I think though, Salvation knew exactly kind of what it, what it was, you know, to a point, you know, uh, if that makes sense. Like, yeah, Dark, I suppose, Fate, Dark yeah. Fate thinks it's very good. I think Salvation, Salvation wanted yeah. to show the rise of the machines and then that was the, T3 Hollywood <laughs> right yeah exactly they gotta work on those titles right they should have called T3 Salvation um, and then like Hollywood uh, moviegoers were like yeah we don't want to see that yeah uh, but it didn't learn its lesson so yeah. then they went back the other way and were like okay well let's do more time travel then and that's also kind of goofy so yeah. I, I don't know none of it really works but what I wanted to say was like what is so it's one through six rank them one through six for me tell oh, me what your oh, one through six oh, okay, is okay okay um, oh yeah we got we gotta wrap it just up just super but, uh, quick super quick uh, T1 T2 uh, T3, everything else at the bottom. And okay. Sarah Connor Chronicles. All right. All, right. Uh, All right, I just wanted to know your perspective on yeah. how they yeah. fall. <laughs> there are six of them now, so we have to give it proper context. Uh, for me, the rating is pretty simple, right? Like, I do have some nostalgia. It is nice to say uh, goodbye to Arnold properly, which I think this movie sort of does in a weird way. There's a couple times where you think he almost dies, and then it finally gets to the point where he sort of just is done. He, he yeah. blows himself up with whatever MacGuffin that yeah, was. Yeah. The little Don't heart, the he heart thing that looks like a spark plug that uh, they pulled out of grace. EMP, that. that was her EMP. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever which doesn't make sense, but whatever. <laughs> what, <laughs> plot holes, whatever. <laughs> whatever like, gets them to that pile. Throw it in the pile. And like I said, the Junkie XL music I really appreciate. The nostalgia for me with a lot of these movies, you don't always know what it is that hits you until you see it or hear it and I do love the score from Terminator 2 I've always loved that yeah. score it's one of the ones that like if you played it anywhere I would know exactly what it mm-hmm. is and there was a video game because I was young during that time 91, 92 the arcade game of Terminator 2 oh it's a great game I have it do you have that game it's in the garage oh you have that no, game yeah, I like that game the a lot the stand up with the two it. machines 
machine yeah, guns? Yeah, the two machine guns. Have it. It's I used to play that all the time, and you can hear the music in that, too. So huh? some of that stuff was really, really good, and I did appreciate bringing Sarah Connor you back. You can play it whenever you want. <laughs> I, I, well, yeah, as soon as we cut, as soon as we cut, That's the best stop rolling, I'm playing. Right <laughs> but, but the other thing was, like, the saving grace at the end, even though there's so much stuff that I don't like here, and I really don't want any more of this, please, let's just stop. Yeah, um, it's dead. Sarah Connor getting in the Rubicon Jeep and driving off with Danny is like, well, if these are the these are the two people that are going to be left alive to carry this thing on, even though I don't want any more movies. I'm okay with the ending for Arnold, a, a character I've always appreciated, and I'm okay with the ending for Sarah Connor, even though I didn't like the way she was written in here. Yeah. Them driving off and her like, you got to be prepared. I liked it enough. And then hearing the music again from Junkie XL. Mm. So that alone, it doesn't make my top 10 or anything, but I don't think it's much worse than Genesis. I don't think it's much worse than Salvation. All three of those are unnecessary. Uh-huh. Maybe Rise of the Machines is a touch better, yeah. but they're all basically 6.0s in my book. Just fine. You yeah. know, fine. You can watch them. If you got a DVD collection, you can buy it, I suppose. So what is this? You're not going to revisit it. I'm giving it a 6.0 on the Shawshank. 6.0? Okay. Yeah. Right. Not in my top 10. It's a very loose 6.0, but it doesn't it, make my disappointments list. Yeah, I don't Watchable. Think, to be honest, like as I was watching this movie, I kind of shut my brain off to all the story things. I was like, okay, this is just an action for action sakes kind of movie. Yeah. Like, they made certain things. The, the only thing that really stuck around with me was some of the explosions and the transformation and yada 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 but when it came down to it it's not really worth watching you don't have to go yeah. to the theaters if it's on that's fine play it in the background let it go on uh, it's just not uh, like you don't want to think too hard into it because when you think too hard into it then you're going to be like oh man this movie is terrible yeah. so as I was watching that's what happened I turned off my brain I was like oh like pretty colors and explosions awesome Yeah. So I but even it- though like I said the, the flow isn't good enough to really maintain yeah. it the whole way through but then, then again also there's other movies that actually I would be more invested in to watching if given the choice so I'm going to give this maybe a 5 a okay. 5 yeah, five. Pretty yeah. yeah so I knew I figured yeah. I'd be high on it. But my point really with the 6.0 on the Shawshank scale, it's always this idea that like anything in that six range, that five, six range, you should see it. If it's your bag of tea, if you are a Terminator fan, you probably should see this movie. I don't think it's particularly good. I don't think it's particularly clever, but you should probably see it. Yeah, yeah. Know? And I'm just thinking Just about, to say goodbye to your favorites, you know, from back in the past. And yeah, I, but I just think from like a general audience thing, wider the wider scope. They that, agree with you. you They're not showing up for it. Yeah, so. you, don't, you don't have to watch this movie. And if you are a fan, then probably, yeah, you're going to watch it. I, I, I expect as a fan of Terminator, you'd probably go for it. But I, I'm looking at it from the eye of just your regular Joe Schmo. I'm probably not going to watch this movie. And if you're saying, hey, let's let's watch an action movie, it probably would not be this one. All right. So Fair we're going to move on to our next segment. So uh, we've got mail. So if you guys want to email us a listener question, you can do so. Talkingflick at gmail.com. Talkingflick at gmail.com. Or flick <laughs> underscore talking over there on Twitter. So I've got an email here from Austin who says, what's your favorite one-liner, one-liner before before or after killing something? <laughs> so... Your favorite it's a no, one-liner. Yeah, I'm going to go yeah. first because so, i got to okay. be quick, right? Cause I, so I, mine's, it's a no-brainer. Uh, listen, the first three Die Hard movies, <laughs> those are okay. all good movies. Yeah, oh, yeah, now, yeah of I'll course, you, yeah. they didn't leave us wanting more. They did not learn lessons, and they made a couple of crappy ones after Ooh, that. But yippee ki motherfucker. Yeah. It, come on, oh, especially yeah, yeah. when it's Alan Rickman, especially when it's Jeremy Irons, like uh, 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 William Sadler in the second one even. Like, it's it's good. It's too good. <laughs> so, I, man, if you're going to do, I'm, you, I would presume you're talking about a hammy one-liner. Yeah. It's not meant to be, like, super impactful. <laughs> it's meant to kind of make you smile a yeah, little yeah, bit. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. 
that was that, all that's the, the 90s. One. That's what it was yeah. about all I the challenge 90s. you to come up with one better than you became, <laughs> so, uh, motherfucker. <laughs> my, mine is... Um, it's it, technically nobody dies in it. Well, some people do die in it, but it's from Kevin Smith's movie Dogma, and mm, it's the such scene, an underrated yeah, smart movie. And so Ben Affleck and Matt Damon, of course, are angels trying to get back into heaven. Yes, and yes, it's yes. a scene where Jay from Lannis you know, Morris said, "Is God?" Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a scene where Jay from Jay Silent Bob, Jason Mewes, of course, uh, he has a, a, like an Uzi, and then he's got Ben Affleck, who's an angel in there, <laughs> and he says, "Count the shells, suck a dog," and he, then he shoots at he shoots at Ben Affleck. Yeah. Ben Affleck just you know he doesn't die, but he just kind of he dies later on, but he just basically bends down and he shoots his wings off. And yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Count the shells suck a dog <laughs> that's a that's, good one yeah that was yeah i do like okay. that one <laughs> immediately is that movie out the jane silent bob reboot i think you know, it's out i saw it out. i can't find it in i can't find it i can't find it in a theater the one that comes to mind immediately when you brought up this question was in the matrix when trinity's like dodge this oh and then yeah i thought yeah, about that one too that's, yeah. that's not that's not a bad one but like if i'm digging into the well and pulling out there i'm talking about the uh the running man with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, classic. Literally, Literally every kill, every single one that he had to do, he had to say something. He has so many of these. Predator. (laughs) He does. See you at the party. (laughs) Total Recall. Yeah, he's got a lot of these. Uh, In Predator, Commando. (laughs) Oh, they're all good. Um, Oh, (laughs) what is that? Uh, With Sully. And he's like, um, I like you, Sully. I'll kill you last. (laughs) And he said, and later on he's like, remember when I said I would kill you last? I lied. <laughs> and he throws him off of the, the cliff. <laughs> Yo, one ugly motherfucker. I mean, obviously, <laughs> obviously shouts to I'll be back. He, but. he is the king yeah. of one-liners. One, yeah. one day. King of one-liners. We always talk about one day. One day in the future, we're going to have to have an Arnold episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We, we've got I think to. we need an Arnold month. I'm just yeah. throwing it out there. I, I he has some classics. Yeah. Revisiting some of those old action movies are hilarious. Oh, usually. yeah, man. When you revisit those, you forget just how poor <laughs> all the technology Commando. <laughs> Commando. Commando was the best. They hold a special place, though. They really do. And on, on on YouTube, there's I think there's a there's a song. It's the Commando song, and it's sung by someone that's impersonating Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, God. And it's so hilarious. It's like the entire movie sung by Arnold Schwarzenegger, and it's like ten minutes long. Just oh God, <laughs> it's I'll watch so it. good. You gotta watch oh, it. Oh yeah. So uh, next segment recommendations. Anything you anything you guys caught over the weekend that you want to recommend? Okay, for Halloween, I. Uh, Took uh, the uh, projector, put it outside, projected a scary movie onto the garage, and I had like this is really cool. I like this idea. Tell me about this. Yeah, and I did that, and I watched um, Ghost Stories. It's on Hulu. Terrible terrible. movie. (laughs) Terrible, terrible movie. Uh (laughs) Do not watch it. I um, like so I started watching while I was outside, and the lighting was not that great just because of the street lights and stuff. But I was kind of hooked into it. I was like, oh, I want to see how it was going. So. after I was done giving out candy to the trick-or-treaters, I brought it inside, watched the rest of the movie, and that was a mistake. It was a terrible movie. Oh, man. Like, it starts to, like, turn in a certain direction, and you're like, oh, no, it's getting bad. And then it takes a hard left into Terrible Town. Oh. And it's not great. So many of those <laughs> mediocre Halloween yeah. movies are like yeah, that. Yeah, it's not good. All right. Well, for me, I have a couple of them. I just want to shout out Junkie XL did the Come Together uh, uh, and Justice League uh, soundtrack. Okay. Where they sampled all the ones from Danny Elfman and the old Batman, the old Superman score, put it together. That's kind of what he does here. And I think you're going to see a lot more of that in the future. Uh, for me, recommendations are basic. Silicon Valley is back on 
on HBO. Oh, I love Silicon love Valley. Love that show. It's so oh, freaking so smart. Good. All the gains they get from last season, immediately they squander oh, it, which is just beautiful man. stuff. And then, of so course, good. Mr. Robot, episode four was amazing. I anticipate episode five to be even better. Obviously, me and Tyler both really like The Watchmen. A couple episodes yeah. into that, it's still holding strong. I almost think it's already better than the Schneider movie. It's really so yeah. well done. But for me, I saw another movie. And a mo- this movie made my top 10, and it makes me feel really good about uh, the comeback of Mr. Eddie Murphy. No, I watched Dolomite okay. is right. my name. Okay, all and right. Fuck it up, motherfuckers, is my game. This, <laughs> this movie is like old Eddie Murphy kind of back. It's not a perfect movie. Um, it has some uh, narrative issues, but for the most part, very, very well done. It's going to be the same guy that directed this. It's going to be the same guy who does Coming to America 2. The cast is good. It's very right. well worth your time. It's only like an hour and a half. It's a cool story about a character that, um, you know, back in, the, I guess, the late 70s, early 80s, kind of had this little moment of his own um, and went on his own to do film. So, like, I, I just found it to be fascinating. And I was I was worried that Eddie Murphy could do comedy anymore. He could still do comedy. And I can't wait to see him on Saturday Night Live. I can't wait for Beverly Hills Cop 4. I can't wait for Coming to America. So, mm, the sequel. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, check it out on Netflix. <laughs> so, right. uh, recommendations I got. So, I, I watched Hocus Pocus, of course, on Halloween. Oh, yeah. So, Hocus classic, Pocus. Still, classic. Still a classic. Still a classic. I've always loved that um, movie. Always so, that movie. I haven't quite finished this movie yet because I watched it last night. I only got like 30, min- 30 minutes left into it. But it's Toy Story 4. Mm, and, oh, you okay. saw it? Yeah. All right. Is it All good? Right. Uh, there, I've, I've got 30 minutes left into it. It is so good really oh my god i'm a little bummed i didn't see it in theaters it is so good because you think you like what else are they going to do with this right what are they going to do with the story you know how much further can they actually reach yeah i kind of thought and you know that's that's how you feel but they work it so how's bill Hader? Uh, he's the fork, I think. Or he's whatever. the fork. Oh, yeah, really? Bill, okay. Bill, oh, Bill Hader's so, yeah. good in it too. Yeah, Forky. No, he's good. I didn't even realize that was him. But I think it's him. Yeah. It is. It is very good. Like okay. it's got some right. very deep existential, like existential moments in there too, as well. That you I like it when consider. they do that with their. Pixar but yeah, movie. it is. It is very good. But so. I heard like like literally, Toy Story has been solid all the way through. Oh, they haven't so had a yeah. single bad movie. Yeah. Like three was really good too, and you know you think that's the end of it, and they kind of wrap it off where it is the end of it, but then they go into four. They do even a flash back sort of in 4-2 as well. It's it's very good. It's well worth the watch. I yeah, think yeah, yeah. if you don't know what to watch this week and you haven't seen it, it is well worth the watch to mm-hmm. check it out. Especially I always put three, those so. animated movies on the back burner, but it was especially specifically with Toy Story, when I do watch them, kind of like Incredibles 2, it took me a long yeah. time to watch it. When I do watch it, I'm like, wow, that was pretty damn That was good. amazing. Yeah, well yeah, worth yeah, my yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm a little bummed I didn't see it in, the, in theaters, but that's it. So uh, what are we doing next week, Ryan? <laughs> I'm just going to go out there and say it. We're going to be watching The Truman Show. The Truman Show. Yeah, bring Great a Ed Jim, Harris performance. Yeah, bring a little Great Jim, Jim Carrey in there. It's yeah. a, an iconic movie, very classic. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I looked up right now it's available for the star subscription if you've got that i think that's actually okay. connected to hulu too as yeah, well so. and then it's for rent for like 2.99 on youtube too okay, so, okay. all right no yeah. doubt no doubt cool. all right uh where can we find you guys at hey if you like my voice or just uh want more content i do another podcast called dragon questicles you can find us on spotify or itunes or wherever you download podcasts if you just want to follow me you can find me oh the, the podcast name is dragon questicles did i say that i'm dragon questicles. it's all right we'll have yeah. a link in there anyways yeah. Yeah, so. Give me those uh, and i'm on i'm on uh, Instagram or Twitter, Facebook, whatever you can find me, uh, Ryan underscore dot com. That's Ryan with an I underscore D O T C O M. You can always find me at realwatchability.com, my movie blog, where you will find Dolomite is my name in the top 10. You will not find Terminator Dark Fate in the top 10, unfortunately. <laughs> and you can always hit me up on Twitter at RealWatch. All right. We're Talking Flick. You can reach to us, talkingflick at gmail.com, Twitter, flick underscore talking. Uh, if you're going to rate us. If you're going to rate us. 
please do so <laughs> bro, on Apple Pod. Put the rating in the basket. I think that one's my favorite. Put the rating in the basket. <laughs> Put the rating in the basket. <laughs> Put the rating in the basket. <laughs> so you can subscribe to us. You can rate us uh, over there on Apple Podcasts, wherever podcast app you're listening to us on. If you really like the show and you want to become a supporter, you can do so through Patreon, and there'll be a link in the description for just, everybody. Just be stuff, choosy so. about what you make us watch. Yeah, yeah, please. Yeah, do something good. So I have to do Human uh, Centipede three. Uh, it's gonna be rough. But, hey, oh, don't man. give them ideas. Don't give them any ideas. Oh, yeah. so, uh, but that's that's all we got for you guys this week. We will see you next week for Truman Show. Why don't you finish this off, Ryan? Hey, that was Talking Flick, and we will talk at you next week. I'll be back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I said, don't do it. <laughs> don't do don't it. Don't do it. Let me go tell my wife. <laughs> she doesn't notice you're 400 pounds.